Howdy everyone, welcome to episode 70 of the Spans in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Loz. Uh, as always, we have co-host Dolph. Hello, hello, hello. We have Star. Hello. And we have Bob. Hello. So yes, we are... Uh, <laughs> we're hitting the, 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 the one before Christmas. This is technically the Christmas episode. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, two weeks before Christmas. Well, a week and a bit before Christmas. And, um... Yeah, so... This this will be it for from now to the new year, and then we're back in the new year with more craziness. And we might have some funny Christmas stories, because I figured it'd be nice to take a break from it for a week. Well, as, as if you don't go into tier three. Well, I mean, the funny story is that London's going tier three, and lol, we've been tier three for a, um, a month. We're pushing tier three at this rate. It, I think that's the thing. We're going to be tier three all the way through. I know that literally today, as we talk about this on the podcast, um, <clears throat> the they've talked about Christmas, and it's like, oh, we don't want to be inhuman and stop you from having Christmas. And it's like, I was talking to my dad earlier. Um, when we saw them, because I am their support uh, bubble and they're my support bubble. Um, so I, I can go down and visit them still. And we talked about this, and, my, and me and my dad both agreed it should be a harsh, full lockdown uh, Christmas because it will save more lives. If you give people an inch, they will take 50 miles. Not just a yep. mile, 50 miles, 100 miles. They will go however fucking crazy they want for this. And I said it should have been a full lockdown. My dad agreed, and it should have been hard on it. Cancel Christmas this year. Come back strong next year, because mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, we don't want to seem heartless. You've got to be. This is bigger than government money, family. This is survival. It was fucking lives on the line. Yeah, you want your yeah. family to survive, then you know you, you want to be dealing with it and trying to keep it. So that you have it under control. Because they said, oh yeah, we're winning. Which is the stupidest thing to say. Oh, we got a month lockdown. Oh yeah, we're winning against corruption. And it's like, no, we're not. We're not winning. We've slowed it down. And until the vaccine gets through enough people to make a difference, which it won't be until at least March. Um, if that, 2022, more than mm-hmm. likely. Yeah, but if I'm, I'm hearing rumours of this, this vaccine they've, they've recently, um, recently made. Apparently the strain in London is a mutation strain of the actual COVID-19, so chances are that vaccine won't even work anymore. Uh, well, yeah, there is that too. Apparently this one, the new version is a bit more virulent, quicker. The the new strain, but uh, how, how how do you know what's going to go on, hey? But, um, yeah, I, I think he was a bit a bit premature with that, and my opinion was we just we should just cancel Christmas this year and make sure we don't have to worry about things next year. Hopefully, like the high risk and then lower risk will be vaccinated by Easter at the latest, and then the rest of us that don't need to be vaccinated straight away will then slowly get worked through, and then like Christmas twenty twenty one. We should be on the on the back foot then from this, and we should be back to normal almost. Well, or I'd say similar to normal, because we won't be back to normal. I don't think 
we can go back to normal after this. We'll be still wearing masks and stuff just because. I mean, when we get to March, one thing I'm looking forward to, though, in March. What's that? What's that? Uh, when Channel 4 released a documentary, COVID-19, our year in lockdown. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, they're going to do that, aren't they? They are going to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, they, do it, they do it every kind of fucking thing like this. You know? Yep. Like, it's such and such a such and such, or... No, some um like uh John Lennon the yesteryears or some shit. <laughs> They're gonna do some sort of fucking documentary on it. I'm pretty sure they jumped on stuff like that. Like when there was like a first UK transgender, I think it was like my year with a penis. Yeah. Stuff lies. It's it's ridiculous. Well, I guess and... I'm a good set of pipes for a belch, but yeah. <laughs> I cheeky. Wasn't me that butt though, was it? <laughs> but I I think that's the thing that they. With all the different topics and stuff that have to be covered, sometimes Channel Four will just jump on it so quickly, and it's just like, really? Do you really need to do it now? And that I, is I hmm. guess the views, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but then they do shit like Gogglebox, and I oh fuck me, that show pisses me off. Oh, I love that. And there was um. Love... Oh, you love that? It pisses a lot off. There was it uh, the TV show Pointless. I no, like the TV one. show Pointless. I think it's cool. But BBC once had a, it come up and I didn't know what it was and it was called Pointless Celebrities. I'm like, oh, are they really going to just like fucking roast these dickheads who are like semi-celebrities? And it's like, no, it's just a celebrity version of Pointless. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it been great. Well, um, well, then again, this day and age, you have to, you have a, it's a very loose colloquial term what defines a celebrity these days. Mm. Well, I'm a zealous celebrity. <laughs> I have two thousand followers on Twitch. Apparently, uh, that means fuck all, but <laughs> it's enough to get me on the ladder of something. Uh, well, I could probably go to like a, a Twitch con and be there with every fucker else with a badge saying "creator" on it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's that, I suppose. Um, shall we get into some topics then? Now we've had this warm up. Yeah, little rant, was it? Yeah, well, you know, you kind of got to sometimes. I mean, it feels a bit. This year's just been a, a real kick in the dick. I've worked five months out of of twelve this year. I worked two and a half. And... I did. Am I well, the well, only one who can say I've worked twelve out of twelve months? Yes, probably yes. in our in our group. Yeah. It just brings me back to when I was unemployed and when I felt really depressed. Because it's like, it's the same feeling, but I can't. But I have a job this time, but I can't go to work. It's the same you feeling. Have a job, a job. You just can't do it. Exactly. And it's, it's worse in a way because it's like, I can do the job. I have a job. I'm good at the job. I can't go to it. I can't do it. I'm it's, all right at the job. I'm not being fired. I've been there nearly nine years, eight, nine years. Because your best mate's your boss. No, but he would have fired me if I'd have done anything it's wrong. The, it's the same kind of thing, but you can't work because you can't go to government rules, but you're still getting paid for it. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I just, I don't know. It just it's went away. It's worse. So I've, I've been bored. I've been not been wanting to stream. I've been getting irrationally anxious about things. And mm. I know we said we were going to start the topics, but. If anyone, especially this time of year, if you guys are listening, feeling the same way as me, 
talk to somebody. If it's your friend, if it's someone anonymous on the end of a phone that's a helpline or something, please do it. Because this year, uh, this time of the year is a fucker for um, messing with people's heads with like daylight and worrying about money and uh, working and stuff. And it's even worse this year because half of us are out of jobs or not being able to work and not being able to leave the house. And it is, it is a fucker. So, um, yeah, pick up the phone, talk to somebody. Or you do what we do. Like we have a podcast and we just shoot the shit. And mm. it helps. I mean, we might not talk about our problems per se, but we're talking to somebody. And sometimes just, that's all you need. It helps vent or, you know, have a in surgeon interaction, even if it's not in person, it does help mentally. Yeah. And that's they can be mental health, but not good when it goes downhill. No, it is not. Um, yeah, so... If the questions are... are black sheep to be wrestling with. Yeah, so if you're feeling shitty, hey, even if you like tweet one of us and just say hi and talk to us about something, we'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll, I'll talk. I'll talk to you guys and say hello. I'll, I'll message talk. you back. Just don't be afraid. Definitely. That's the the thing no, that most people there. do. People don't want to deal with their problems, and I was a fucker for doing that. But I've been a lot more open this year because I had to be, because. When you have a panic attack for no reason, and it's it's horrible, and to be able to talk that through with somebody is is great because it helps you make you it helps work through, and then you can identify when you're going to have one again and how you can then work your brain through it because you've talked to somebody and say, well, I'll try this, try that, and you you have that help. So guys, please do that, and um, we'll we'll get on with the first topic then because I I feel like we are getting wildly off. Uh, yeah, off piste tonight. Um, so packaging. Yeah. Um, you know how some companies meant to be very green with um. Oh, we use less less packaging to deliver your stuff. I I have had exactly the same thing that you're going to bring up because I I think I talked about this probably about six so, months ago. So carry on anyway. You scroll up a little bit, Bob's, to my picture. Um. From the twelfth, no, sorry, for the fourteenth of this month, literally what two days ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh god. Two days ago. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I had a small box inside a an A4 size envelope from Amazon. Well, see, I can beat you on that one. I had so a... the box had a pair of um uh, nail clippers in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, I had a box. That's ridiculous. That had, um, I think it was like a my Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, I think. Mm. And, and the the box, so it's the same size as an Xbox controller, you, you switch. Yeah. Controller, and the box wasn't much bigger than it. The box it came in was like the size of an Xbox One. In, I'm guessing that was all packed with confetti or... It had that or... stupid, big, plastic... Um... Balloon thing, kind of. Yeah. Balloon bag. Yeah. And it's like... I'm, I'm not being funny, but does it really need to be in a bag this big? I, they've, I, honestly, Amazon are the worst for this, for this kind of massive cardboard things. And it's all right, yeah, they say they're recyclable. Just <clears throat> good. No, I mean it has to be recyclable for the, the amount of card they are using. 
when you can literally build a card fort house in your garden with a birthday presents worth of shit. If you bought like a hundred pounds worth of like medium sized gifts for a kid, you could probably build him a little fucking cardboard outhouse at the same time while you're taking all the shit out. Because it's just a fuckload of cardboard. So it, it does make me unsurprised. And I, when you said about it, I was like, yeah, okay, that is definitely what's happened to me before. I think even Game have done it with me. I got, um, I don't know, it was Nintendo itself, actually. They sent me a, because I, I bought it off their website, I bought a a charge stand that's adjustable so you can plug it in, uh, put it on charge and still play the game. Uh, play your Switch while it's on charge and like tilt it to your like specific needs. And it is probably... I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a, a pack of cigarettes in size. The box that it was in, and the the box they delivered it in was once again like three times bigger than this fucking little box it was in. And I don't know. I just I don't understand pack. It, it frustrates me. But um. I imagine the, the the Amazon guys are, are also frustrated. Now, see, my stuff hasn't come in massive packaging. It's it's coming appropriately sized boxes for what <laughs> you get. You you wait until you buy like a a small thing, and then they just. Well, throw... I've I've ordered a CD for my dad, so we'll see. see no, that, that that'll come in, in with those. Um... <laughs> them, them skinny cardboard things you know that you can post as letterbox if it's anything yeah. that requires a box even if it's a small it'll have like a ridiculous box yeah that'll, that'll be what the CD comes in it'd be funny if it does I was hoping it's on one of them double if, CDs uh, so that way it has to not fit in the yeah it is oh <laughs> we we need to know we need to know about this one when it comes, I will take a picture. Oh, it should arrive. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Two, it, between Monday and Wednesday next week, it should arrive. So that that could be like the first topic of um twenty twenty one. Then Bob's package yeah. update. We're all going to check out Bob's package. Hey. <laughs> going to be a very what? big package. I'll tell you that now. What's, what's in the box? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, what's in the box? Uh, CD for my dad! <laughs> <laughs> and all this free air. What's in the box? Ah, uh, what's in the box? I love that film. Oh, see, I've never uh, seen Seven. I'm just seven going was. from Borderlands. Oh, you have to watch it, Lars. It's amazing. Yeah, they it's put um, some person's head, head, to do head in the box in the well, considering what? there's a gun in Borderlands 2 called Gwen's yeah. head. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but, but you but never actually see the head in the box. It's implied. Yeah, you yeah. never actually see it. So you don't know for definite that it's his head in the box. Well, you know well, it could be a finger. I have to do a movie night. Packed by Amazon. However, <laughs> in, in, in The Godfather, it wasn't a person's head. It was a horse's head in some of it. And you fart ass. Speaking of... <laughs> I heard that as well. Uh, speaking of um, things that... 
like films and stuff that's kind of obscure. Does anyone ever remember a show called Ed? Vaguely. Where hmm. where he's a lawyer that um has Stucky Bowl Stuckyville Bowl um bowling alley and he like runs this lawyer's office out the back of this bowling alley. It's got the guy who plays um the Oh fuck, what was the guy called? The scientist guy for Star Labs in Flash in the first season. <laughs> the one that was in the wheelchair. Uh, it was uh, him. Uh, I think I do, you know. Well, I've been looking for that everywhere, and I cannot find it in physical media or on any streaming site. It's pissing me off. Well, that sucks. Mm. I mean, it'd make me curse, make me fucking scream. Like, um, you know, call someone a dickhead or something. <laughs> well, like this Amazon Courier. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> so, apparently, um, a. A career that worked for Amazon has been sacked after he called a customer a dickhead in a delivery note. <laughs> All because Rude. the customer he was delivering the parcel to wouldn't give his de- uh, given his age. But the customer basically said, "Well, he could the driver the courier could have ascertained that I was over the age of eighteen by looking at me." But why did you, you know, need to know his age? Because he is um he had ordered a, a set of knives off Amazon, so obviously an age restricted item, but you know. Use a bit of a, you know, common sense. If the if they look over eighteen, then especially when someone's in these late fifties, you know, it's just hmm. common sense. That common babe, though. I didn't no. think they even did like age checks for age restricted items. Considering I've bought eighteen rated films off Amazon, and they've not bad a fucking eye. Not bad an eyelid, I. It's like really. So that mm. seems odd that it's like, oh, I bought a kitchen knife set and once we know how old I am, I'm collecting my pension, I'm coming there with a fucking Zimmer frame. I'm 12. Yeah, I understand the common sense thing. It just seems a bit weird, that one. I'm calling him a dickhead, that's that's clever. You might as well just call him a dickhead to his face rather than write it on a delivery note. Because delivery yeah. note is proof. Yep. Yeah. I'm calling it it's your, it's your it's voice. Yeah. They have said they're taking this matter seriously and they actually have um, ensured the drive does not work for them again. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to him. You filthy animal. I must admit, though, it annoys me that I always get mine left where I have the secretary or just jammed behind one of my bins. Hmm. So. I don't know if it's just our area, but we've we've ordered a few things over the last couple of weeks, and we've literally we hear our deal, we hear our doorbell go, and by the time that I've gone, I've heard it, gone downstairs, opened the door, they've already halfway down the road, get back into their van. I'm like, really? You've literally just rang the bell? You've like, literally waited like two seconds and fucked off. Mm. Well, yeah. Apparently, like what their current mo is, Amazon is they will leave it at your door. They they they're not allowed to really interact with you they have to leave it at the door now apparently oh, this wasn't this wasn't amazon this is from um other couriers as well we've had um deliveries for not just amazon i got um... i think um we've had one from parcel force and a couple from dpd oh so... dpd a dickhead i absolutely hate them 
they are the worst. Oh, we're going to deliver something between now and next fucking Friday. We'll narrow it down never. And then they knock on the door and it's like, oh yeah, we missed you. Like, well, motherfucker, if you don't let me know when you're going to be there, I can't wait for you. We all know EPD stuff, though. <laughs> Drop, kick, hunt. <laughs> What's up, sir? No, I, saying, I had a um, I had a delivery um from a from a um company, and the guy was out actually unpacking the shopping, but he wasn't wearing no mask. Hmm. And did he have a visible illness though? I know, but even mm. if like all like all like all the people like Amazon, those places that I've seen in the, in the area, they've all had like whenever they've been having like face mask, they have to have. Some kind of face mask or visor or something on. Yeah, but people who have invisible illnesses don't have to wear a mask. No, no, but if I mean the company, the, com- the, com- the, the, the company I work for, we, we have we've had a um, manager for another pub come down. He's got one of these little placards on his neck saying he's exempt for face mask because he has an invisible illness. Yeah, mm. I know, but how it's changed, how it's changed it now because of my anxiety. I don't, I like to have my mouth covered. It, it makes me feel really anxious and it makes me panic. So I still wear my face shield, but I also have to have this um, thing on my neck as well, saying um, face mask exempt. Yeah, I could. I know. Just... I know anxiety is a poor excuse, but it just. No, I mean, I, I get it. I... It's, it's uncomfortable. <clears throat> it makes me panic. I feel like I'm being, you know, throttled as it were. I, I was like that at the start, and then I forced myself to like get through that barrier. Like I said, for me, yeah, it I'm, panicked I'm, me, and I started. I'm, I'm trying. It's fine and difficult. That's why I always wear a face shield. Mm-hmm. It's the next best thing. Just be glad you're not one yeah. of the NHS workers to wear it every single day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, if customers come in saying, oh, I don't want to wear a face mask, well, we've got to have our shields on all day. You've got to have it on for like five minutes when you come in. Yeah. Or when you stand up again. So we've been all, at- all those workers that mind about it and then the NHS and other places are going to wear it all the time. Uh, like yeah. I said. I, I, when I've been at work I'm, I'm asthmatic so i don't have to wear one i sh- i don't want to but i wear one anyway in fact i find it easier because i don't have to breathe in people's perfume and it does filter dust and stuff but yeah when people are like oh why do i have to why do i have to wear fucking um a face mask blah 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 and it's like mate i'm asthmatic and i wear a face mask and then they go oh so yeah shut up sit down then you can take your mask off I don't like wearing a face mask, but like wearing a ventilator. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of people that might end up on a ventilator soon, um, fucking YouTube end Logan Paul, who has been getting into boxing matches with all sorts of people over the past year or two and somehow won. Mind you, it was against another YouTuber last time he fought somebody. He's going to be taking on, in an exhibition match, Floyd Mayweather. A like, professional boxer. Is, 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 is that same dickhead who recorded that uh, hanging board in Japan? Yeah. Isn't it? In the, the Chinese forest. Yeah. forest, yeah. It's, um, it's called the Sea of Trees. It is actually a place where a lot of people go to commit suicide, so you never know if you go in there if there is actually going to be a dead body. Um, A lot of the times, people will just literally go in and hang themselves. So you have like road, like a path that you have to stick to. So they don't really like people going in there. 
and for him to film it and go, oh my God, there's a fucking nobody. What do you expect? It says there's signs all over the place saying, don't go in here by yourself because people killed themselves. He's a dumb bastard American who doesn't fucking probably understand Chinese or anything like that. He just went there and just like, yeah. we're going to go to the death forest. Yeah. Build yeah. things. Yeah. And it's like, you fucking moron. Yeah. I hope Floyd May- yeah. Mayweather beats some fucking sense into that twat. Because he's going to kick the living fuck out of him. He is going to put him in hospital. And I hope he does. Because Logan Paul's such a bastard of a dickhead. And, oh. and his brother's no better either. The the Paul family are just a bunch of twats. The thrive off of stupidity and dumb shittery. And yeah, they they need to fuck off forthwith. But not until like one of them gets the shit kicked out by a professional boxer. If he wins it, I'm calling bullshit. If Logan Paul wins against a professional boxer, it's bullshit and fixed. Uh, I want Floyd Mayweather to just knock the fuck out of him. Just put him on his ass. Put some money in the fight, you know, Mayweather to win. You know, it'd be a nice, easy um, scratch, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. That'd be be pretty easy money to win. Mm, That's why I'm kind of like, ooh. Be like like, um, odds for Mayweather to win, like, uh, 7-2 or something. Odds for Logan Paul to win, like... um, See, that's the yeah, thing. How big, how, how big's the number? That's why I'm I'm feeling this is me seeing some future here. That uh, maybe maybe this is a fixed fight, and everyone's going to back Mayweather, and it's like, oh, Logan Paul won, and he bet on himself, and he's won millions. And it's like, of course he fucking did. Why am I? Why am I getting some South Park vibes with um the devil and Jesus had a fight? <laughs> the devil just oh, um, picked all the winnings. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because it's an exhibition match, so it's just probably like Logan Paul's probably like, "Hey, I get extra red if I get to put you out, or you know, you don't beat me when we draw or whatever." But I, I want him to say something bad to Floyd Mayweather that Mayweather takes badly and just lays him the fuck out, plants that motherfucker. So it literally like round one fight, you lose. Yatta. Yeah. But like he's gonna knock him out of one, he's gonna knock him the fuck out of one punch, man. One punch! I can't do it. My voice hurts. <clears throat> but yeah, he would literally plan that fucking twat. He's, he's gonna go fucking Saitama on his ass. Seriously. Just runs up and shouts consecutive normal punches, and <laughs> just lays him the fuck out with just a barrage. Uh, but he'd be good. But he. What's the um the the sumo wrestler from uh Streets of Street Fighter? I forget his fucking name. Oh yeah, no. E Honda. E Honda. Honda. E Honda. Does like the the hundred hundred slappers, hundred hand slappers out. But yeah, I, it's going to be pay per view. How, how ridiculous is that was when you had a turbo control on the Sega? <laughs> and just, just hands. It's like, come at me, bro, come at me, bro. And it's like, you fucking bitch. It's like using Eddie uh, Guerrero in... Eddie Guerrero? Or Eddie Guerrero? In mm. Tekken 3? And just spamming X and circle. Like, you, you're just a little bitch if you do that. There's no skill involved. Yeah, who's, the other, who's the other character? Um, is it Lee? Not it, the... Um, 
not the um Chinese copper thing. The other guy who has law. He's got the like a fighting style like law. Yeah, it's law. You keep alternating between X and circle, X and circle. And you just keep kicking and kicking and kicking and kicking and kicking. Roundhouse kick, roundhouse kick, roundhouse kick. Crescent kick, crescent kick. Get him on the floor. Wait him getting back up again. Blah blah blah. That's how I used to play. That was how I defeated yeah, Eddie Guerrero. Just put like, up his body, spin round him, body slam him on the ground. Mm. Then get it back up and repeat it. That's how I beat Eddie. Because some one of my mates was doing that and just being an absolute fuck with him. I'm like, right, okay, I'll not play these other characters, play this character. And I just instantly got in on him, stopped him from even getting into the swing of things. Just wind the floor with him and it's like, let's play something else. I was like, okay. <laughs> he never used Eddie against me afterwards, I tell you. Fucker. Okay. Uh, I used to be pretty good with Paul in the day. I used to, I used to love playing as Law. Lauren, uh, Lee Oolong, was it? Lee, oh, the, um, the, the, the old guy. The Jackie Chan looker. Uh, the, yeah, Lee Wong. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 i yeah. It was like Lei Fang or something, wasn't it? I feel like I should just look up the Tekken characters now, but I'm not going to. Yeah, well, well, we'll cover that later. Yeah. Um. So, in sad news once again, it seems like every podcast at the moment, we're, we're losing great people. And this podcast, we're having to talk about Dame Barbara Windsor of Carry On fame primarily, and then she was uh, Phil and Grant Mitchell's mother in uh, EastEnders. I can't remember what her actual... Peggy Mitchell. Peggy Mitchell, yeah. Yeah. Um, for like the last, what, 10, 15 years at least? She's uh, been in that. She was a very cool um, lady. She did a lot of comedy, a lot of serious acting. Um, <laughs> not sure how she died, if it was any cancer related or covid related or if it was just old age we don't i, I don't know i'm not gonna look it up i feel like this she, is one I of those she she had alzheimer's i think oh no that's always the worst or one. something something like that she she got some degenerative condition so she was in a, a essentially in a in a home mm. and just slipped away that upsets me that does terry pratchett went the same way he had alzheimer's and he, he literally said as he was like writing books and stuff, like one day I'm not gonna even remember all this. And unfortunately, his work did suffer for it, as he was releasing books later on. They didn't have the same punch and feel. Um, and he was a great guy as well for like his comedy stuff, and like some of it was heavily in- influenced by by the Carry On films and stuff like that. So. But yeah, Barbara Windsor died like last week, was it? I think so. Yeah. Must have been, yeah. So I think I was going to say next time we should have a like a, a just to talk about all the people we've lost in 2020, but no, we're not going to because we won't be back till 2021. So, and I'm not going to look at there is There is somebody else that I would like to add, but not many people will know who he is, I don't think. 
Go for um, it. I don't know if you remember quite a while ago, Laz, of course, when we were working in the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a a show at the Winding Wheel. Yeah. Which is, you know, one of the local theatres in Chesterfield. Yep. It was a country singer called Hal Ketchum. Um, um, my mum absolutely loved him. It was fantastic. And they were playing, he was playing there in November of one year. So we got tickets to go and see him. I had to leave early to go to work mm-hmm. in time, obviously. And then, like an hour after that, he walked in with his stage manager. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, what, 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 what is happening? <laughs> um, so yeah, I got a picture with him and got his autograph for my mum. But unfortunately, he passed away last week or the week before as well, again from Alzheimer's. So yeah, how good, Jim? He's a good singer, very good singer. That's it. Okay, I'll have to. I'll have to post me something later on, so I can be refreshed by him. I probably have. Yeah. One of those things, my my mind is probably like training itself for Alzheimer's because I have a memory like a fucking sieve, and um, it's so hard for me to remember shit like that. But you could then play me a song about, I know who the fuck that is, I know who mm-hmm. that is, I know what you're talking about, I know exactly when it was, but at the moment I I'm blanking hard. But yeah, send me some uh, some music from him later on, and I'll I'll have a listen. Yeah, I will. Um. So next one, Bob, is your story. Oh, this creeped me out when I saw it. I was so, just like, oh. no. I, I can say no. that I, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> click on the picture, so I was like, okay. So do do talk about the first part, and then explain actually what it was. And then I'll tell them okay. what I thought it was. Okay, so I was just flicking through, you know, as you do, on the local news bits like the Mirror Online and stuff, and there was one that popped up that creeped me out. If you don't like spiders, you'll be of the same mind. Essentially, this woman has not drove her car for a week because she walked up to her car and went to open it, and there was a spider in the outside door handle. See, I didn't um, like click <laughs> on it to see how what it was. So I'm like, oh, there's like hairy caterpillars all over the door. That's weird. Yeah, well, that's what she thought it was. <laughs> but no, it was a spider a hiding. Big, a big <laughs> fucking spider. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd be like, just no. <laughs> Kill that shit now. I'll just burn my car. I don't care. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't own this car anymore. Throw the keys away. Walk off. Uh, hello, police. Yes, I'd like to You're report a stolen car. What's happened? A fucking spider has stolen my car and it won't let me get yeah. in. I I would do that. I would do that. Thankfully, that if wasn't not... in England. That, that I think it was in Australia. Australia. That was a was, big yeah. fucking thing. But... Yeah, it's a banded hunting spider. A... Yeah, and, and they are spider. big bastards. Big. They're big. 
Very, so, very, very big. Very creepy crawlies. So that means the game Overgrown is set in Australia, then it has to be. Because you get Huntsman yeah. in that, don't you? Yeah. In Grounded, hmm. uh, those are wolf spiders. Oh, wolf spiders. And orb huntsmen. weavers. Uh, no. They're orb weavers and hunt. Fucking, you thought we And um, wolf spiders. Oh, yeah, Just... no, fuck that. Yeah. Well, if you can find out where you can find bombardier beetles and um, stink bugs, then you can probably work out more or less yeah. where that is based. But I see a spider the size of a 50p, and I'm considering leaving the house. <laughs> so to yeah. see that, I'd be like, <laughs> this car doesn't belong to me anymore. This car can fuck yeah. off. Well, that that does pretty much what one person said. Like, <laughs> that's not your car anymore. It has a new owner. Might as well hand the keys over now. Ken's <laughs> like... my reaction yep. with a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just like, no. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Star has something to add. I remember when I think I think I was back at school. I remember what might have been working somewhere. I remember I actually held a... Um, up for the light hearted a um, tarantula. Um, refer to my gift. No. <laughs> Kill it with fire. No. Kill it with fire. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Mm. He tried to get us to hold them at college, pregnant. and I was like, no. No. I'm not I, touching I, that. I don't like snakes, but I've held a snake. They're not that bad. Spiders oh. can go fuck off. Royally fuck off. I don't ever. I hate spiders for three reasons. The way they look, the way they move, and the fact that they're being planet, fucking planet as I do. <laughs> See, I can coexist with a spider as long as it doesn't come anywhere near me. Yeah, If you know it's there and it doesn't move, it's fine. It's like, but as soon as they start moving, no. I'm getting my flamethrower and it's dying. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's spiders. Spiders, oh, spiders oh. under mentality. Spiders under mentality is that if they don't move, they're fucking invisible. Mm. Yeah. No, I can fucking. And as see soon you. as they, they're, they're like, they sense fear. As soon as they know you're afraid of them, they run towards you, and they try and attack oh, you. Oh, they yeah. do. So, Bob's. I've had it where there's been a big spider walking up my wall before while I'm streaming and I'm playing. And I'm like, and you can see me on the webcam just looking up, going like, I'm, I'm. Fucking... He's just no. yeah, just eyeballing it and watching where it's going. Yeah, so I'm playing at least Jinx. crashing into asteroids. It's like there's a fucking spider. It's like dude, shields. I don't yeah. give a shit. I'm not fucking nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> when I was working down in Cambridge in um, Babram, I was in one of their long-term stay hostels, mm -hmm. and there was an Italian guy that was living there at the time as well. It was a lovely guy. It's really nice. And, of course, I'd stay up quite late with insomnia and got whatnot. And I went downstairs to get a drink, and there was a spider in the middle of the living room floor. So I, I snuck round it. It didn't move, thank God. And I put a glass on it and yeah. left it because I thought, well, when he gets up, he's going to see it, and he's going to move it. So, and he did. And when I got back from work that day, he was like, so, I see we're hunting again last night. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't touch it. <laughs> I just left it there. I thought you'd move it. <laughs> I, I just had like um, like Metal Gear Solid style like evasion. You're just like knocking on walls. Pretty much, yeah. Getting it distracted. Yeah. Fucking cardboard box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like snuck all the way around the outside with like my butt against the wall <laughs> into the kitchen, watching it, making sure it didn't move, 
got a glass and sort of ran up and planted it and then ran away because it sort of like reared at the glass. I was like, no, 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 you cut, no, no. That's, that's where I imagine it's like as you were like sneaking around, butt pressed against the wall, you just feel the other spider come at you and you're like, clever girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you sit behind the door oh, and his friends like, oh, hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, do you um, remember that oh, sorry. insect that we had in our room? And um, and and um, we got it out. And then one day you were like, what you, what you doing back in here? Do you remember? That's yeah. the same fucking spider. I guarantee it's the same fucking spider. <laughs> we basically got a spider out and then we noticed it was we back got, in. We got, we got a spider out which, Relative large, I'd probably say about mm, about the size of a two pound coin, I'd say. Yeah, fuck that. No, nope. put, put a box over it, and we felt it jump inside the beaker. I nearly dropped the fucking thing. I was like, oh god, <laughs> it's, a fucking, it's a fucking jumper. Oh, you should see it. That was so. I took it. I took it from the top upstairs bedroom all the way to the bathroom, through the bathroom window. Three days later, a spider comes back in the house from the back window again. It looks fucking identical. I could. I think he's kind of just like cracking his eggs, going, "Hmm, I'm back, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try that again? No. Oh, no. Like my dad has a special box at home. It's called the spider catching box. It's just an old, you know, medication box or something like that. But it, that's what he uses. He catches the spiders in the box. One thing that pisses me <laughs> off with spiders, though, because you don't know which ones are going to jump. Those are the ones. No, that the you don't. I need to get another, like a, another can of hairspray. I remember when I was seeing someone, they left a can of hairspray. That thing will fucking fuck a spider up good. So would a, so would a, an aerosol and a lighter. <laughs> yeah, but I, I want my wall in one piece. What's going to do then? You are a bit. Not of his torches, not. Look, I'm, I'm not in the Arctic. I'm not hunting the thing. I don't want to set fire actually, to my fucking living room. Not that you can do you turn your um, butane lighter and an aerosol can into a makeshift flamethrower. As awesome as that may sound, it's actually quite dangerous. Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't want to. I'm not hunting the thing. I don't want to fucking <laughs> burn down my house. But I will try this at home, kids. Yeah, don't try this at home. But if you spray hairspray on them, it, it kind of freezes them solid. So then you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, really I would about imagine it, it would. Because they'd be like all stuck together. Yeah, it stiffens, and also because they breathe through their yeah. skin, it suffocates them. Oh yay! That's it. <laughs> And then you I have. Used to, the... I used to spray. I used to. I used to spray um, spiders years ago with flash. Uh... Just kind uh, of try and point Buddy the... in the direction of a spider. Yeah. But he don't. He yeah. Hmm? I put him I in the in the kitchen sink with one the other day, but he he just like played with it a bit and went bothered. I was like, for God's sake. So I flushed I it mean, down I do the sink. My own, um, I do routine about my own homemade cleaner with um, orange peel and white vinegar. If I ever find it's a good degrees and um, keep spiders away, spread around edges where spiders may come in. It citrus apparently they don't like. So when I eventually visit Bob, it's just gonna be like this orangey citrus smell that's emanating from every room. <laughs> to be fair, I have actually <laughs> in my Hoover. I have actually put um, orange essential oils in the filter so when i hoover it does smell like oranges i think i haven't emptied my <laughs> hoover in about three months because 
sucked a massive fucking spider up it and I've just not got around. Oh, God. I've not got around to emptying it because I don't want to. Oh, God. I'm just letting it go. No. I'm just leaving it in there for another month or two. And then literally I'm just going to mm. rush out to the bin one day and just like, bada, 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 gone. Do you realize it's probably eating all the dust in there, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah. The mutant! Mutant spider! Have you seen that thing, Shakes? Yes. It's, it's actually a really fucking funny film. It's definitely not mm. for people who are mortally afraid of spiders, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> I can I can watch yeah. it. It's like arachnophobia cannot watch. That is that is a mm. a bit of a no film. Mm. Although it is so funny there... in places. Speaking of arachnophobia, there's a there's, there's a there's that game mode on grounded. You can put arachnophobia off, so you can. Oh yeah, they're just like white blobs. Yeah, that makes the game so it makes it so fucking much harder to see the fucking spiders. The white bobs with red I've, eyes. I've, it's like, I've, what? I've, I've barreled into spiders with that fucking arachnophobia mode on without even fucking realising. So I've, t- I've actually turned it off so I can actually deal with it. Yeah, you might as well just deal with it as they are. Mm. But, um, yeah, speaking of films and stuff, I, I know we were just briefly touched on like arachnophobia and stuff like that. So uh, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers have come out with their plan for 2021. Every film they are releasing in 2021 will also go to HBO Max, the streaming service, at the same time. So if you can't make it to the cinema, you can rent it uh, from your home, which is a very good idea. And I wish Disney Plus would fucking do that with Black Widow already because I wanted to go see it on my birthday. It was coming out on my birthday and it's been six months and I still haven't seen it. (laughs) Covid happened. Yes, Covid happened, and they've not—they've not even given it a release date for next year yet. But One Division is coming out in January twenty-twelfth uh, of January, I think it is. After Mando finishes, um, Mando has been really fucking good, by the way. Uh, no spoilers, but great season. So if you have Disney Plus, watch it. It's not—you don't have to be a real Star Wars nerd to love it. Um, but yeah. Um, with one division coming out in like the beginning of, of next year, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which takes place after Black Widow, and they said that Black Widow has to be released before Falcon and the Winter Soldier because there are plot points in Falcon and the Winter Soldier won't make sense if Black Widow doesn't release first. So um, it's kind of annoying me. I I just wish they'd have done like the the Pocahontas fucking thing where it's like pay fifteen quid, watch it unlimited on uh, on Disney Plus because people would have bought it. I would have bought it. I want to watch it. Fucking Black Widow. Who who doesn't want a bit of fucking ScarJo knocking about again after the Avengers fucked it so royally? But um, I'm excited for One Division. That's... I'm kind of intrigued about Matrix Four as well. Yeah, it's still mm. got Keanu Reeves, it's still got Carrie Ann Moss, and it's still got Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> which is incredible mm. considering only Lawrence Fishburne was alive at the end of it. But there's also the 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 weird uh, John Wick Four thing. It's like John Wick Four is actually the Matrix Four, and the first three films is him. Basically leading up to him finding out he's in the Matrix. 
because there's a lot of parallels between what happens in the John Wick films and how the characters in that act around him and how almost game-like and godlike his um his thing is his like supernatural-esque way of being able to deal with massive amounts of enemies and keep going like he can almost bend the rules of uh, the world he's in and the it would be a kind of a cool thing if it came out the matrix 4 and john wick 4 was just the same film so i'm just looking at the um cast kind of uh jada pinkett smith is going to be in it as well as niobe yeah lambert the... wilson is returning as the merovingian he was annoying yeah uh the only confirmed characters that made it was morpheus um the oracle the 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 architect maravindian and niobe all the rest of them back in there yeah the original oracle um she i said she died halfway through the making of this um reloaded was it yeah, she had cancer or something like that, and it was aggressive. And she was a really good actress, and then they had to replace her with the the next character, uh, like the the next one down. And they just basically said that they wrote into the script that she had to change her face because she was hiding. Yeah, they've um, they incorporated her unfortunate passing into the into the story quite well. Mm. Saying like how program programs change, and she had to adapt, and so uh, she looks different. Oh, I want to go watch Matrix now. Oh, look at all that old, uh, all that old CGI. <laughs> the, the Burly Brawl looks real fucking weird now. If you watch it, I mean, when you've done what, started playing in 1080p or you know watching 4K movies or high definition films, you can you can then quite easily see how different the technology was back then when they made the film. Because back then, before 1080p was a thing, and that was. It's fucking good stuff. But now it's like, oh, I can see the, um, you know, how the green screen was used. Yeah. So uh, would you like the list of uh, films that they are doing? So there's Godzilla vs. Kong. <clears throat> the Suicide Ugh. Squad, which is uh, Tim Gunn, who did um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's his version of Suicide Squad. Uh, the Conjuring. Hopefully it'll be better. I'm excited for that. I love the. Uh, the devil made me do it. I've not watched any of the Conjuring films. So oh just... my god, they're so good. So 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 far, Godzilla vs Kong, interesting. I'd probably it's going to be shit, but it'll, it'll be funny to watch. Suicide Squad because that looks legitimately kind of cool. <clears throat> Conjuring, I've not watched any, so I'm not going to be interested in that. Wonder Woman, um, yeah, I'll give it a go. Dune, no, because I just don't like the material that it's based on. Uh, the Matrix Four, yes. Uh, the Little Things, no idea. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark, no idea. Mortal Kombat, they've made another Mortal Kombat. I'm assuming it's a reboot. Uh, probably not. Uh, a New Legacy, what's that? Oh, Space Jam, a New Legacy. Fucking hell, why? Uh, Tom and Jerry, seen the trailer for it. It's got Chloe Thingy Moritz. <coughs> I've, I've seen the better Tom and Jerry, and it is. Yeah. It's very it's, kid movie, yeah. It's not that. It doesn't have any of the <laughs> charm of 
cartoons? No, because it's, it's made by people who watched it as a kid and don't understand the... How so when I saw the trailer, made. I was like, oh, this is going to be like another Stuart Little kind of thing, or... Oh, fucking Stuart Little. What's wrong with Stuart Little? What's right with Stuart Little? <laughs> the little things is two cops track down a serial killer. Oh, so it's going to be kind of like the, the bone collector or whatever it was called. Yeah. Denzel Washington, Jared yeah. Leto, and Rami Malek. So it's, it's basically the bone collector slash kiss the girls too. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Um, Malignant, which sounds like a horror contagion movie. Lol. Uh, King Richard. Uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. In the Heights. And Reminiscence. But, um, yeah, Dune doesn't look great. Um, but I've got the, the list of stuff. So The Little Things is January 29th. Tom and Jerry is 5th of March. The Many Saints in Newark, March 12th. Reminiscence, April 16th. Godzilla vs. Kong, May 21st. That might have to be a birthday look, even if it's shit. I might have to go and watch that. Uh, June 4th for The Conjuring. In the Heights is June 18th. Uh, Space Jam is July 16th. Suicide Squad, August 6th. I will go watch that because it's um, James Gunn. He doesn't make a shit film. He really doesn't. Uh, Dune, not bothered about that. October 1st. November 19th for King Richard. Matrix 4 is December 22nd. Uh, Cry Macho. Uh, I didn't even see that on the list. That's to be confirmed. Uh, Malignant to be confirmed. Those want me dead to be confirmed. More combat and uh, Judas and the Black Priest to be confirmed. But yeah, so day and date that they come out. If you have HBO Max, you'll be able to watch it. So that's cool. Cool strategy. I think that'll work better because people who can't or don't really want to do the cinema experience uh, will just watch it at home. I know that we've now found out as well that our local Cineworld uh, is done. They're not reopening. They can't. It's, it's dead. They've been closed, what, nine months, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they had a brief yeah. time open, but they said that they couldn't make money. It's one of the reasons why most of the pubs in Chesterfield, uh, that if we go to Tier 2, won't open, because you just don't make money off of making people eat before they drink. Yeah, I know what that's like. I mean, most most times throughout the day when I'm at work, and when I work is um we have more staff on than customers. Mm. And you can't pay the bills. Can't. You can't. I can't be sure. Probably wasn't my in the nearest area of me, but there's one Monday that for a whole entire day they took eighty eight pound. And you go. You're always going to have two staff on, two front of house, and you're always going to have a chef on. Yeah, that's, what... that's not. That's not covering the staff costs. No. The, utility. That, that's two hours worth of staff costs paid for, but that doesn't include power, food, uh, yeah, so. or anything else. It's ridiculous. But, um, yeah. It, until they can make it so we can pour beer from our house <laughs> and we can do it by a remote and people just walk in and we serve them via monitor, like kind of like Back to the Future style. Well, and uh, have a... Or you by um by drone. Yeah, and it's like we just manipulate like like VR uh drones to pump beer and 
hand it to people, and then they pay the money via card or whatever. Uh, we, we, we're sat out waiting, basically, until favourable conditions. Mm. Um, Before we jump on the next topic, I did do a bit more digging on the Matrix film. Yeah? Uh, it's going to be the first Matrix film to be shot digitally. Because mm-hmm. the first, oh, yeah, the original was, was shot in uh, Super 35, I think. Yeah, probably IMAX. Uh, Super 35 format or Super Scope 235. Uh, there's a large image frame on top of that stop by removing the, removing the space normally reserved for the optical analog soundtrack. I don't know what the fuck that means. Mm. Uh, okay, Wikipedia, what do you say? <laughs> uh, examples, uh, details. Theatres do not receive or project Super 35 prints, rather, films are shot in a Super 35 format, but are then are. Then either through optical blowdown matting or digital intermediate converted into one of the standard formats to make release prints. <laughs> huh. I have oh. no idea what the fuck that means. No, neither do I. Um, but you know I was talking uh, about how... Vehicle uh, camera lenses which are faster, smaller and cheaper to rent. Okay. Uh, eh, eh. Mm. I don't know what that means. Um... I am not a camera nerd. But um, yeah, so as I was touching on like the whole pubs and stuff not being open because of the the coof. Um, so this next story is fucking ridiculous, and I want to point out how fucking ridiculous this is. So there was a woman who went for the clinical trials of the the Pfizer uh, vaccine for COVID nineteen, and. Um, she ends up with like this massive, like sore sign of blister on her heel. Um, and doctors have looked at it, and they're not quite sure what it is. They're working on it, but this like picture became a, a big like. This is what COVID uh, anti-vaxxing becomes if we if we follow them. They they're poisoning us. They're killing us. They're not testing properly. Blah blah blah, and then. The clinical trial people who did the clinical trials had to then come out and go, hey, so, um, yeah, she was in the placebo group. She had saline and salt water injection. There's no fucking way that our drug did that to her. And even the BBC then rang up and um, asked for confirmation and got confirmation that this woman's uh, skin condition was nothing to do uh with it um it's like a it's on a it's on a ball of a foot it's really horrible oh, god uh she says you know it's yeah it's like a massive blood blister she says uh, actually it's athlete's foot by the looks of it like just really bad athlete's foot she said her illness began in late october when she went on a chilly walk you know it's a uh feel the pain in her left foot her husband suggests it might need be a shoes rubbing. Fuck me if it is. Uh, when she got home, she found out the soil had become painfully swollen and a big blister had appeared. Uh, much too large to be caused by footwear. It was so big that uh, she used one of her daughter's nappies to dress it. Uh, when the sole of her other foot was also blistered, it became difficult to walk. She was to numerous doctors uh, who mentioned num- numerous uh, possible causes. One of the several possible uh, possibilities was mentioned by 
uh, fixed drug eruption, a bad skin reaction to medicine. Uh, their minds then went to the vaccine trial she was participating with at the same time. She received her second injection five days before the blisters had developed on her feet. After seeing these doctors, uh, the woman talked to a relative who was so com com uh, concerned that they set up GoFundMe uh, page because she's in America uh, to raise money for the medical bills. Uh, under America's most private healthcare system, uh, she was already struggling with medical conditions due to back conditions, uh, medical costs due to a back condition. She had to take time off from a job as an archival assistant due to her foot sores. Uh, the Go GoFundMe page made a direct link between the blisters and the vaccine and and the vaccine trial. It read, uh, she was part of the COVID-19 vaccine study recently and has had a severe reaction. Uh, the woman agreed that with the wording. She didn't realise how it would be used online. So then anti-vaxxers um, found it and posted it up. And they were like, what would what, what say? Um, yeah, they, they never. People... They're trying to kill us all. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but then, so that as word began to sp spread, uh, Pfizer and the woman's doctor started looking into her participation in the vaccine trial. Usually, patients are not told whether they are getting the actual drug or a placebo. And um, information is only re revealed to the researchers once the study is complete, as not to influence any of these results that's coming through. So when we've been told that this is so much effective, um, that's because of all the, the tests that they've done and people have not been influenced by it one way or the other. Um, but they said that due to this woman's unusual circumstances, the researchers and the drug company revealed to her that she'd received a saltwater placebo uh, during the trial and not the actual vaccine. Uh, and then BBC said that they independently confirmed the fact and consulted several independent dermatologists who said that a saline solution injected into the arm will not cause uh, a skin condition to flare up on someone's foot. Oh, but, which is, which uh, is, you know, which is logical. You, yeah. Otherwise... You know, if you have a if you have a reaction to a vaccine or placebo. Hmm. Well, you know, you know, her reaction your knee or on your back. Then usually, when you have vaccines or injections, they tend to flow up around the area they're injected in. Yeah. Well, do you know what yeah. she then and... said? So, no, I'm sorry, Bob. No, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm just um, amazed by how stupid some people are. That's all. Hmm. Well, then, um, after receiving the news and how realizing. Uh, how otherwise well-meaning GoFundMe page are being portrayed, uh, she was contrite. She goes, I have to assume some culpability for putting my story out there, she says. It's social media. You share it for one second and get picked up and go viral. My injury had nothing to do with the vaccine. My bad, people make mistakes. Uh, her doctor is continuing to uh, search for the real cause behind the condition. But it's crazy because people are then just running with this story that her foot injury is caused by a vaccine. And then people then not 
wanting to get this vaccine that is going to help everyone. And I, I just love the... Um, there was this uh, YouTube guy. Uh, I saw it on Twitter the other day. And he made a vaccine gun <laughs> that fired um, hypodermic... You know, like the, the, like the tranquilizer darts sort of things. He made like a pump yeah. action one of them that could fire five or six vaccine uh, darts. And I commented on it and it's like, well, pumps vaccine gun. Time to hunt anti-vaxxers. And my God, the, the, the amount of likes I've got off of that <laughs> is great. Because that's the problem is like, the people are so afraid of it. You're literally going to have to hunt them down and trank them and inject them with it while they're unconscious because... People are going to cause a problem because they're not going to um, seek the medical help, and this is why it's going to be dragged out the way it is. They can't put a drug out there without significant trials. Yes, they don't have the long-term effects on things, but they've done the short-term trial. They've seen that it does what it needs to do. And if there's a long-term effect later on, then we'll deal with it when we get to it, sort of thing. But in the short term, saving millions, possibly human existence, if it doesn't get under control, to maybe 20 years down the line, hey, oh, birth defects might be back. Oops. Or, I don't know, uh, heart disease, which could be managed or something like that. You don't know. You don't know what these effects are but you need to take the vaccine because short term this year next year if it's not happening if people aren't taking it people are going to die for stupid reasons and it's going to become like a criminal thing because you didn't take the vaccine because eventually they will they'll make it a, a legal requirement because it's yeah willfully endangering other people then at the moment our fucking government is like oh we're not going to force people to take it and it's like you fucking dingbat because people are going to be like no we don't have to take it then and then they'll be like well you stay in lockdown then until you take it fucking stupid but um they, they have done one good thing though it's not going to be immediate um but up until now, obviously, a gentleman of the homosexual variety mm -hmm. were not allowed to donate blood. If they had had sexual intercourse with another man within three months. Or ever, essentially. They now decided that, that they are scrapping that. And as long as you practice safe sex, like normal people do. You know, you're not a. That 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 that's the problem. There was such a stigma attached to it because of the AIDS virus, that they then decided all homosexual men were not allowed to donate blood. But also, straight men can get AIDS exactly. and HIV and. This this is what I never really understood. Why why does that matter? Because, it AIDS doesn't discriminate. Nope. It it doesn't. Age, so race, gender, why does it matter? You, you can get it. No, nope. exactly. So now, 
any man that is gay or had sex with another man, I guess a woman who's had anal sex with a man as well, they can now donate blood. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah, it was. Um, um, I think I saw something on a Facebook page, and um, it was at a hospital where a guy was just like, like being really crazy. I think he might have had like his, like he might have just been in his pants or something, and he was just dancing and doing crazy things. And I think he just had a COVID vaccine, and I just saw some comments and people like, you know, he's trying to make us laugh in these crazy times. You know, vaccine's not going to do that, but. It's just making us laugh. It's just humour, you know? Yeah. yeah, but people don't believe that, don't they? Yeah, you just yeah. need oh, one person. person. I don't like, I don't like Apparently something about being micro microchipped. Yeah, that's another yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They just want it to control you and microchip you, know where you are at all times. It's like, fucking hell. Nanomachines, son. You nanomachines. Had, you guess people did that. <laughs> you had that yesterday. Yeah. It's nanomachines. So, uh, you, you've got a mobile phone. You look on Facebook, you look on most things, and you get adverts for stuff that you've searched for. Yeah, you are literally carrying around they all They don't times. need to microchip you, because everything on your phone is recorded. They know everything. Well, they already oh, know it. Considering if there was oh, ever <laughs> any incidents of terrorist, terrorism or something related to you and that, they then get warrants yeah. and turn on your phone and listen to you. Exactly. Exactly. They can already do it. They don't need to put a microchip yeah. in you to know where you are. It, it is like just extreme craziness. So we're already living in 1984. It's just we're doing it willingly. And that's probably yeah. the best way exactly. to do it. Don't be forced to do it. Exactly. When you can I'm just... not crazy. The microchips in that injection told me so. <laughs> vote, vote for Trump. Vote for Trump. <laughs> I'd rather vote for uh, vote, rather vote yeah. for Hypnotoe, at least that's what I get myself into. Lol. Yeah, Hypnotoe. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll Hypnotoe. So, um... Insert hip so let's slide into the gaming, shall we? With probably one of the greatest stories ever told. So in this uh, uncertain thing with scalpers and people not being able to buy consoles and stuff, um, I can't remember where the fuck this was now. I, I think it was like Indonesia or something like that. Some, um, oh bugger! It does. I, I actually, when I I watched the story because it's a it's a video, I definitely knew what it was, where it was. But I've had a week, yeah, and it slipped. But it was like it was, um, on, it was on Rooster Teeth, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it, well, it was Inside Gaming where I got this story from. Um, but video is there. So, it was, um, I'm going to say Indonesia. It, I feel like that's right, or it's like some Asian country, where it's uh, hot. Uh, um, it's in Taiwan. Taiwan, that, yeah, there we go. I, I, I was ballpark, that like, part of the world. Isn't <laughs> it about Aaron? I was in a thousand miles. <laughs> so, um, I think you're a little bit too far south. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, right, anyway, so... Uh, this guy buys a PS5, takes it home, uh, sets it up, and his wife's like, what have you got there? And he's like, oh, it's a new air pur purifier. Because there are pictures <laughs> there are pictures of air purifiers that look very similar to a PS5 in height, shape, look, and everything. And so hold on, like, there's, 
so you're saying there's air purifiers out there that look, that look like a Wi-Fi hub? Yeah. It probably does Wi-Fi and purifies your air at the same time. It's two for can, one. Can you imagine that? Someone goes to your house looking at your air purifier. Where's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> yeah. Well, you haven't got Wi-Fi. But your route is there. <laughs> that's, my air, that's my air purifier. <laughs> Fuck off. You just want to give me your Wi-Fi code. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the woman's like, okay. And she quickly cottons on. This is not an air purifier. This is actually a games console. So what does she do? She makes him sell it. She makes him sell his PS5. And the story goes that a guy bought it off um, this guy. And he's like, so why are you selling it just out of interest? And it's like, my wife told me I had to. <laughs> I just think it's brilliant. In, in the scalping and the fact that people can't get hold of them. This guy... Went behind his wife's back, bought something which obviously they they probably couldn't afford, or she is the the pants wearer of that relationship, and she's told him fucking no, and he's had to sell this uh, in demand console to somebody. And apparently, he sold it for not a markup either. He sold it for a bit of a loss to this uh, gentleman, and he's become like an urban legend this year. So. Uh, all I'd like to say is uh, to that poor bastard that uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Maybe next time. But um, fuck, I I need to now look it up because mission failed. Mission failed. Yeah, mission failed. We'll get him next time. Because, uh, yeah, you, you need to uh, you need to try harder with that one. But pull one out for the uh, for the gamer that couldn't. <laughs> um. So something else. The little gamer. That... <laughs> yeah. So he he got a PS5. He got one legit. He got fucked over because you know he did it behind his wife's back. If I think if he'd have asked to. Maybe it would have been a different output. He might have still been playing. He might still be owning it. Um, but the the next story is something that a lot of people are looking to do, and you really shouldn't do it. Um, scalpers and them trying to sell you it. Don't do it. And you know why you shouldn't do it? Dolph, do you want to read this one? Yeah, I don't know the legitimacy behind this story because I've only found one or two sources about it. But apparently, a person bought a PS5 from a scalper, paid a little, a little bit more above the RRP, took it home, wired it up, and turned it on. And you got an error message saying, uh, "This console has been locked." So he's contacted Sony uh, support. Sony's just bought it. And they said, oh, it's um, been reported as stolen, and there's no way they can actually unbrick the console. So he's basically, yeah. bought, a, he's basically bought a console off a scalper who's then reported it as stolen because he had all the um, leaflets inside the console with these serial numbers and whatnot. So, oh, this console's been stolen. This is the serial number, blah, 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 blah. So he's gone, oh, okay, okay, well, make sure that console can't connect to the network. Or if it does, it just gets instantly bricked. And that's what's happened. 
And that's the thing, though. They can unbrick it, but they won't. Yeah, because for the players, <laughs> you want to unbrick console, you buy another console. Well, they can't, though, can they? Because people are buying them with bots and stuff. Apparently, there's legislation coming into um, effect soon that the UK are making it illegal for you to buy them by bots and then resell them. Uh, and you could face criminal action for doing that. So hopefully that'll slow down the the scalpers. Uh, I just can't understand why sites these days don't have a have like a recapture thing. Are you a robot? Click this button. Okay, now prove you're not a robot by selecting all the boxes with traffic analyzer. Click on all these pictures with PS5s in. There's none. <laughs> Click this shelf or you full of PS5s. Or you, or I think the best one would be to um, really deter fucking bots was have a picture of a um a massive um picture and say which square contains Wally. <laughs> you have twenty seconds. <laughs> so, um, the, the, I've heard like horror stories with this. People are selling PS5 boxes, and they've made it really clear that they are selling the box for a PS5, and people are buying them for hundreds of dollars because they're not reading it properly. Because you're not fucking the fucking description, are they? Hmm. So, so there's someone out there saying. You can buy you can buy a picture of a PS5 for four hundred dollars, and it's actually a picture in the description. People just don't fucking read. Yeah, and they're not doing anything wrong. It is shady as fuck, and you really they really should be shut down for it. But they've clearly told you what it is. They've clearly stated the product you are getting, and they are sending you the product they have described. If you pay four hundred dollars for a box that is empty and it claims it's an empty box, and it's in the description that it's an empty box, then, by all means, full it's on you. Fault. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you shouldn't buy anything from these guys, because they are really dicking you at this. Um, and they, they're going to be sat with just a load of useless PS5s eventually, because the, and Xboxes, because they're going to break the hump, and they're, they're going to stop the ability for them to uh get them so then it's going to end up oh shit look you you've fucked up and you don't get um we don't get you don't get it now because that's it you fucked it done enjoy your mountain of fucking uh bog roll and your mountain of ps5s make some thrones out of them go nuts because you're not gonna be able to sell the fucking things but, um, leading on to the next story about scalping, though. Uh, so, local thingy, uh, local, like, rebuy, sell-on store, CEX, um, they are buying PS5s. They are buying them for £625. They are selling them to the public for £815. Jeez. That's got. That's that's got to be illegal. That's fucking price. That's price gouging. Pure and simple. It is pure and simple. Uh, I'm gonna have a look at the series. Series X. Um, fuck me. They are buying uh, Series X consoles for five hundred pounds, so fifty pounds more than you buy them for, and they're selling them for six hundred and fifty. What the fuck? 
Mind you, they've, they've the done this series. in the past. Uh, if you were to buy a Series S console, they are buying them off you for 162 and they're selling them for 250 They're selling them for exactly the same price you can buy them in any other shop, except for these are used. And if you bought them from a shop, like Game or any other shop first-hand, they are brand new. Um, I know Nintendo Switches as well. They sold them for more than they were fucking worth. It's not just consoles as well. They also do games as well above. Oh, yeah. If they are in any sort of demand, the price just goes up. I mean, I think it was... I think I put in the um, topics the other day. Uh, basically, they were selling... I think it was Dragon Age Inquisition at the time, a couple of years back, for... You could buy it from game and have a source about 40 quid. Mm -hmm. I was in Grimsby at the time, I think. I was seeing some family. So I went down into there next day. They had a computer exchange in there as well. And I went into HMV the day before and saw Dragon Age Inquisition. I was like, oh, I'll... it's 40 quid. I'll see how much it is down back home. So went back there the next day, went into CX and... With 50 quid. Yeah, it's 50 quid, yeah. £10 more for a brand new game secondhand. Well, um, the game that came out the day before was ten pound more than RRP. So, for thing, and I knew this was happening with the Nintendo Switches. So, Nintendo Switch lights they sell for like one ninety, don't they? One eighty, one ninety. They're selling them for one hundred eighty. Um, the I think original uh, Switch, not the battery life improved Switch. They sell them for two hundred and seventy, and I know for a fact that I paid two hundred and eighty for my um, Nintendo Switch. So they're basically charging you ten pound less for a, a second-hand console. But if you were to buy the one with the better battery life, uh, which is still the same price, it should still be two hundred and ninety pounds um, at the most. I think. Look this up because it's pissing me off now. Um, Amazon. I think I said. Okay, so. Okay, that that's gone up since then because there were th apparently three hundred and thirty pounds. It is for a Nintendo Switch. Um. Or three hundred and twenty pounds if you're buying it from CEX. So you're saving ten pounds. To buy a second-hand console that has no real guarantee that it's going to work properly. I mean, yeah, they do, like, testing, but that's not great. They, ne they never seem to do great testing. I've bought Duffers from CEX before. Um, so, pinch of salt when they say, oh yeah, we've tested it. Here's the quality on it. I'm like, alright, yeah, cool. Like, my lad's iPhone, for instance, has got some dents in the fucking back of it that, I mean, I'd probably, if I'd have gone to any other shop and I'd been the one trying to sell that to them, they would have just turned you away. But somehow they managed to sell it there. It's odd. But, um, yeah, it's weird. But the the price gouging, though, just... That, the, the consoles, the Switch consoles, when they were in demand, they were selling them like £20, £30 more than what they were worth. 
And even now, they're selling them just £10 less. You'd have thought that a pre-owned console would lose 40% of its value, maybe. Because it's pre-owned. But no, apparently not. So, just beware if you think you're getting yourself a bargain. With, like, anything to do with, like, PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series consoles. If you're buying second-hand as well, you have no guarantee that that thing is going to work properly. Um, you have no guarantee of the quality of it. And you probably won't have a warranty with it either because someone else will have already registered it in their name. So be very aware when you buy stuff. I know people are really upset about the PS5 not being able to get them for Christmas. Um, people have outright said that people who've bought an Xbox Series X or PS5 um, should feel bad because there are some kids out there that don't get the console. And it's like, well, we managed to get one through sheer luck and will and all the others went to scalpers. So would you rather ours go to scalpers as well and you not get them? Because well, the, How much was the Series X? Uh, Series X was 450 Okay. There is one on one of the Chesterfield buy and sell sites on Facebook uh, for £600. Xbox Series X, brand new, still sealed, have confirmation email from Very. Only selling because we got to open to offers collection only. Wow. Uh, 625 £749. Well, they're going as high as £1,000. £625, £700 is about the maximum so far. Well, I know when K-Log was trying but... to get hold of his, uh, they restocked them on Amazon from third-party sellers, and one of them was selling them for like nine, nine, uh, £999. It was like, wow, okay. And the problem is, so, people oh... are paying that. They're paying double yep. the price for something that... So this one was originally for sale from Wilmslow for 850 he's knocked it down to 749 because yeah, people aren't going to pay that much money for a fucking games console the, the thing is in another couple of weeks when the scalpers are not making any money buying these consoles and then trying to sell them on dearer the demand for them goes from the scalpers so they don't buy anymore they can't hold them hostage forever because with the legislation coming in, they will have them seized. And they won't make any money. So, <clears throat> my advice is, hang in there to those people who want consoles. You will get one. Not before Christmas, unfortunately. It's fucked because of greedy bastard scalpers who want to uh, basically just make a quick buck and run you up for something that you shouldn't be paying more for. You absolutely shouldn't be paying double the price for a game's console. Wait. Yeah. Just wait, wait until January, when the January sales mm. might get us a little bit cheaper. Yeah, wait until after Christmas, after New Year, because as soon as no one's bought from the scalpers over Christmas, that demand for them buying more is just going to drop. They're not making money, so they're not going to buy. It's supply and demand. There's no demand from the from it from the scalpers. They won't buy it. 
They won't buy it from the stores anymore, and then suddenly stock becomes available. Like I said, it, they're fucking themselves over in the long run because, um, I Im imagine if they'd have bought like everyone had bought two, one for themselves and one to sell, then yeah, that'd be fine. That's crafty, but they're buying like hundreds at a time, and yeah, it, it's deliberate denial of stock. It's not just being crafty and going, oh, well, I've got one. I can sell you for this much. It's, we've got all the stock. We're going to make it really hard for you to buy it. You're going to buy it at this price or not. And your kids are going to be thinking, and that's what they're doing. They're preying on people and the the fact that, oh, you're going to upset your children by not getting it. If you explain to your kids, it's like these assholes are selling it and basically holding it hostage. We're not going to buy it until it gets cheaper. They'll understand. Children are smart. They understand things. My my lad understands why he's not getting a massive present this year. He's getting my old console as an upgrade. Because we can't afford a big, silly Christmas blowout, money-wise. He understands it. He's happy that he's getting a better quality console. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> And he's happy Xbox about it. Xbox Series S for sale. Go on. 350. So he's added 100 um, quid on the... Brand new Xbox <clears throat> Series S. I've got three new consoles for sale. Great for a Christmas present. Okay. Thing is, though, if that's collection only, he's going to get fucking robbed. <laughs> and the police will not be um, too helpful with that. No. Because about like, well... Why Why did you tell them how many you've got and why did you uh, give them your address? It's dumb. But, um, let's move on from this because we have gone hard on that. Um, <laughs> so the Game Awards was this week um, with announcements and shit and actual awards. And um, so everyone's kind of like what the fuckery? Um, the Last of Us Part Two won Game of the Year, and that was really panned for um, tone deaf narrative at times, um, and just trying to make characters who you really shouldn't like like. And it's like, well, there's there's no reason to like this person, no reason for this person to be a character you should like. And it also won six other awards as well. It's in total, Last of Us Part Two won seven awards at the Game Awards. That's fucking yep. stupid. Did Animal Crossing it, it win won... anything? Uh, I haven't looked yet, but uh, Last of Us Part Two won game direction, narrative, audio design, performance, innovation right. in accessibility, and best action adventure game. So I'll give them performance. And probably sound design. Mm -hmm. Narrative, nobody likes that narrative. Um, they kill off a main character in that game. It's a beloved main character, so nobody likes that narrative. Uh, they introduce a complete dickhead of a character as well. No, no one is going to... No one's really happy about this Game Awards thing. They're all saying it's a fix. And that it was greasing money for it. Um, 
I can't remember who the nominations were, but I don't feel The Last of Us Part 2 should have won that. I think Half-Life Alex was up there as well. Uh, there was... Yeah, look. I think Swallow Miles Morales was on a part of it as well. Yes, that, that one should have... Uh... I think that one should have got it as well. Right, I'm uh, looking it up now. Uh, there was Doom Eternal, Hades, Ghost of Tsushima, and Final Fantasy VII also on uh, forgetting the game of the year. However, Ghost of Tsushima did um, win the players' vote, yeah. which is the one that really matters. Oh, here we go! I've got all the new announcements. If, if you want to know how biased the the voting is for the game awards. Only 10% of the vote comes from actual gamers, the public vote. The other 90% is from the jury. Yeah. So there's a lot open there to palm greasing. As it. So yeah, I, um, the Game of the Year's nominations, as you said, there was Animal Crossing, there was Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, fuck that one, and Hades. Uh, and The Last of Us won that. I think it's Doom Eternal, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy... Animal Crossing. Those were strong contenders for that. Last of Us Part 2, meh. Um, best game direction, there was Half-Life Alex, which for a, hate, for a VR game is fucking great looking and apparently really well done. Uh, Hades, you can play, don't know. You can play the piano on that as well in Half-Life Alex. Hmm. Uh, and then Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Best narrative, there was Ghost of Shusim, that one. Uh, 13 yeah. Sentinels, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, and Hades. And then Last of Us won that. Uh, best Art Direction, Ghosts of Thingy won that. Um, there was also Final Fantasy VII, um, Hades, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. I feel that that should have been either Ghosts or Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, I've, I've, I've played the original Ori, and the, it's, it's just the simplistic arc style that makes it so visually appealing yeah and it's the same with the second game uh best score yeah. um there was doom eternal hades ori uh last of us part two and then the winner final fantasy 7 remake that one was gonna probably win that anyway best audio design Ooh, okay now i've seen some of the other games in here i don't think last of us part two should have won that best audio design uh doom eternal um ghost of tsushima half-life alex which that game looks fucking immersive and would be a game I would try in VR. That and Elite Dangerous would be the, my two games to try. And then Resident Evil 3. I feel like Half-Life Alex got fucked over good and proper this year. Because I, I would have said best sound design. Uh, and then you've also got um, best performance. Uh, Laura Bailey as Abby in Last of Us Part 2. Ashley Johnson as Ellie in Last of Us Part 2. Uh, Daisuke Shuji. I've probably got that wrong. Uh, as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Logan Cunningham in Hades. Uh, Najid Jetta as Miles Morales. Uh, I feel with that one... I don't know. Miles Morales, I feel, could have won that one. Because I've seen some of the things for that, and he plays that right. Whereas... Abby's just an unlikable character. 
I don't know why that's. Uh, should have won that. Uh, games for impact. I really don't know about that, but there's tell me why, which was the guys who did um, Life is Strange. Uh, if found, Kentucky Route Zero, uh, Spirit Fairer, which was um, from what I was told, like Wind Waker, and Through the Darkness of Time. And tell me why I won that. Uh, best ongoing games. Uh, it's No Man's Sky, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, and Fortnite. Uh, no Man's Sky won that, and looking at the list, I'd have to say yeah, because it's had the most um, significant updates and change and improvement. Destiny no, yeah, all, the been, all the updates have been free as well. Yeah, Destiny 2 is kind of... Considering how No Man's Sky started off and how it's what it's become now. Oh, it's, it's... a very different game. Um, Destiny 2's like drag it, drug its feet. Call of Duty Warzone is just PUBG. Uh, Fortnite is Battle Royale. It's good, but it's not... It's, it's, it's like popcorn kind of video gaming. It, it's something you jump in for a laugh in a short time. Uh, and Apex Legends is the reason why they've delayed time for 3. <laughs> uh, best indie Hades, Carrion, Fall Guys Splunky 2 and Spiritfarer I would have thought Fall Guys would have won that but Hades did so Hades must have been uh, quite a cool uh, game it's an action like roguelike role playing video game uh, best mobile game so uh, I'll, I'll read Last them all thing. off I'll read them all off and then see which one you think it could be. So there's Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. I'm hearing a lot of um, things about Genshin, to be fair. Which, which do you think, though, is the best mobile game of this year? If I'd not played any of them, I would have said Pokemon. Well... I don't think it'll be among. I don't think it'll be among us because it only recently started gaining traction again after some top streamers started doing it. But I'm thinking Genshin Impact might be because it's a Japanese JRPG. It was Among Us. It was Among Us. Holy fuck! Yeah, well, we've all played Among Us. It's free on mobile as well, so. Yeah, but I'm just saying because it's only recently just gained traction again. I don't think it'd be you'd actually get a category for it. But. Yeah. Uh, best yeah. community support. Uh, nominations are Fall Guys, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. Uh, Fall Guys won Fortnite. that. Oh, okay. Uh, best VRAR. Uh, you can probably figure out which one this is before I even read it through the list. No Man's Sky. Uh, <laughs> Half-Life Alex, Dreams, Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Me, Half-Life Alex. Yeah, that was no... No way that wasn't winning. Uh, innova uh, innovation in accessibility. Uh, Last of Us Part 2, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, and Watch Dogs Legion. Last of Us Part 2 won that. Not really understanding that one, uh, that category. Uh, best yeah. action game. Uh, there was Hades, Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Which one do you think won that one? Street. Which one? Sorry, you cut out a bit. Streets of Rage 4. You think they won that one? Uh, Dolph, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, Streets of Rage 4 as well. 
It was Hades. Huh. Apparently, Hades must be a really fucking good game because it's come out of nowhere and won like four awards. It's, yeah. Uh, best action adventure. Uh, the nominees were Last of Us Part Two, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Thingy Me Thingy, uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, Ori, uh, and Jedi Fallen Order. Which one do you think won best action adventure? Last of, Last of Us Two is it actually was one of the awards they won. Yep, they did. Yeah, I would have thought Spider Man or um, probably Ghosts could have won that one quite easily. Uh, best role-playing game. I can tell you now it isn't fucking Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, uh, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yakuza, I think. Bob, what do you reckon? What? Sorry, I was checking my eBay purchases. Uh, best role-playing games. Again. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, Genshin Impact, Persona 5, Wasteland 3, or Yakuza Like a Dragon? Final Fantasy. Bob's right. Yes! <laughs> Be- <win>. uh, best <laughs> fighting. Uh, there's Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, uh, Street Fighter 5, Championship Edition, One Punch Man, no- uh, A Hero Nobody Knows, uh, Undernight, In Birth, X, fuck me, that's a real stupid name. Um, which one do you think won best fighting? Street Fighter. Dolph, what do you reckon? Um, X, that's a really fucking weird name. What, the Undernight, Inbirth, Jobby Jobby? Yeah, that one. It was Mortal Kombat 11. Huh. It's torn uh, between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Well, if you played Mortal Kombat, you would be torn in half. Um, best, fa- <laughs> best family game. Uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, ba- uh, fuck Bandicoot Crash 4. Crash Bandicoot 4. I'm just dying here. Fall Guys. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Minecraft Dungeons or Paper Mario Origami King. Minecraft. Yeah, it's got to be Minecraft. It was Animal Crossing. Ah, do uh best sim slash strategy uh microsoft flight simulator crusader kings 3 desperados 3 gears tactics or XCOM chimera squad flight sim i think because that's been getting quite a lot of traction what do you reckon bobs gears squad oh it's flight sim uh, best sports slash racing. Yes. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Dirt 5, F1 2020, MBK 2K21, or FIFA 21. Bob, it sounds like you got what you wanted off eBay. <laughs> I yeah, the, I did. I, I got the some yes. Zelda leggings. Oh, <laughs> nice. So, go on then. Uh, I'll read them again. Best sports slash racing. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Dirt 5, F1 2020, NBA fucking this year, and FIFA this year. Tony Hawk. <clears throat> what do you reckon, Bobs? FIFA. It was Tony Hawk. Because you, really, you can't, you can't uh, polish a turn. Well, no, I was going to go with Tony Hawk, but then everybody seems to rave about FIFA. Dude, Tony Hawk's was so fucking good this year. It was brilliant. It was, it was, oh, perfect. 
So FIFA 21 was basically the same game for like four years ago. So there's no. no... I know, yeah. but all the little chavy boys like FIFA, don't they? Well, th- that's chavy boys. Real people yeah, like actual you're games. Not, you're literally spending what, 50, 60 pound a year to update a game roster. That's all you're doing. I'm, I'm not spending anything on that shit. I, I don't look. Hey, and if no. you're on Switch, that is literally no. all you're getting. Exactly. Uh, best multiplayer. There is Animal Crossing, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, or Valorant. Mm, I'll say Fall Guys. I think they may have just lost out to Among Us. Uh, I said that backwards. <laughs> Valorant. So, Dolph, you're going Fall Guys or are you going Among Us? Fall Guys. I think they may have just beaten out Among Us. Um, Bob's went with Valorant. It was Among Us. Mm. Ah, fuck. Uh, best debut game. Uh, Phasmophobia, Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji and Engine Empire, and Roki. Phasmophobia. Um, same again. Phasmophobia, Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji and Ancient Empire, uh, an ancient epic even, fuck me. My words. And then uh, Roki. I'm going to go with Carrion. It was uh, Phasmophobia on that one. Uh, Content Creator of the Year. Um, You're probably not going to get these ones because I know three of these people on this list uh, out of all of them. So there's uh, Valkyrie, uh, Alana Pierce, who otherwise known as Charlanazard. Char- Charizard, yeah, that's that's it. Charizard, uh, Jayan Lopez, uh, Nick Nick Merks. I'm not saying his last name because I'm gonna fuck that up. And then Timothy Tim the Tapman Beta. That one. Yeah, Tim, Tim the Tapman. It was yeah. Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, most anticipated game. Why is that even a thing? <laughs> Before you before you say the most anticipated game, can I just ask: Is there is there a Last of Us Part Three on there? <laughs> no, there isn't. So let's anticipate then. Good. Right. So the the most I don't know why this is a thing. This one. Uh, most anticipated. Anticipated. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be the podcast title. Most anticipated game. Uh, Elden Ring, God of War sequel, Halo Infinite. Horizon Forbidden West, Resident Evil Village, which is Resident Evil 8, and Breath of the Wild sequel. What do you reckon, then? Uh, Halo Infinite. You're, you're locking in Halo Infinite, are you, Dolph? Mm-hmm. Final uh, answer. Bob's, what do you reckon? So if he's gone for Halo, I'm going to go for Breath of the Wild. It was Elden Ring. This is why I think some of this, ah, is, this. This is why I think some of this is bullshit. That's because, bullshit. Because I would have said Breath of the Wild, Halo Infinite, or God of War would have been the top three. Yeah. Them. And then Definitely. maybe Horizon Forbidden West, which is the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Um, and then maybe Resident Evil Village if you're feeling a bit fancy. But what the fuck? And then player's voice. Um, I'm assuming that was. Sushima, yeah. Yeah, and then there was Doom Eternal. Uh, this is what annoys me about this. There's Ghost of Tsushima, Doom Eternal, Hades, Spider-Man, and Last of Us. Uh, 
There's no Animal Crossing on there. You would have thought Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to do the esports ones because they're just like, oh, best esports game, best esports team, best esports athlete. <laughs> also, why would they call them athletes? They're not. They sit on keyboards or controllers. That's not being an athlete. Well, you've got to train your finger, don't you? Best esports coach. Best esports host. Best esports event. No, fuck this. That's all shit. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people have been very angry about the, the Game Awards this year because just pretty shit. But the announcements... Now I need to get my uh, my list back up. Oh, fuck me. That Literally, the I had the, the list of everything on that thing. And uh, there we are. Uh, so games that were announced in alphabetical order. Uh, there were Arc Two. Why? Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently that's been um, uh, co-designed with Vin Diesel. Apparently, yes, because Vin Diesel was what? heavily, heavily in the trailer for Arc Two. They literally CG'd Vin Diesel into Arc Two. It's it's I don't know why they're making an arc two. I really don't know why they're making they, an arc two. They need to do a couple more performance sweeps across the fucking first one. Can't yeah. They, they, uh, then there was Century Age of Ashes. No idea what that is. Uh, Crimson Desert. Endless Dungeon. Evil Dead the game. Now that that could be a banger. Hopefully it's not a horror. That could a more, be. A more. Uh, more Ganache. on the comedy side of it. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I, remember playing, I remember playing an Evil Dead game on the Xbox, the OG Xbox years ago, called The Evil Dead. Got the um the guy who went around with the chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Can't beat a bit of Bruce Campbell. Mm. Yeah, and he, you go around um, casting spells with the Necronomicon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead the game is an upcoming game uh, developed by Boss Team Games and Saber Interactive. Ooh, Saber Interactive. Based on the Evil Dead franchise, it will um, feature cooperative gameplay and PvP combat. It will also feature Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams, as well as Kelly Maxwell from the television series Ash vs. Evil Dead. Evil Dead oh. game is set to release on everything in 2021. Now, I'm not seeing if this game is uh, particularly gory or anything. I'm hoping it's going to be more funny than gory. Because the gory stuff, where the 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 funny parts of it is is more, I I love the second and third films. I think they're great. And I mean, Ash vs. Evil it, Dead is great. Yeah, Evil Dead isn't so much a horror gory thing anyway. Really, it's a comedy horror because it just is. It was also on a shoestring budget. It was like the the smallest amount of yeah. money they had. Um. And they were like they were all like basically uh, college students doing it. Whereas then yeah. Evil Dead Two had the money, Evil Dead Three had the money, Ash vs Evil Dead had the money, and Ash vs Evil Dead was fucking great. It went for three seasons, then they cancelled it. Amazing, so good. I love Ash. That's another like on my Blu-ray list of things I have to buy. Uh, then there was Evil West, uh, Fist F dot I dot S dot T, assuming some kind of um fighting game or ow or some really um really weird sex game uh ghosts and goblins resurrection 
uh, Loop Hero. Uh, and then there was an unentitled, un unentitled, <laughs> untitled Mass Effect game. Um, they showed the trailer for that. It looks interesting. And it just said Mass Effect will return. So hopefully they're going to actually do a good Mass Effect game and not do another Andromeda. But it looks like they're kind of going to carry on from Mass Effect 3. Because they, they show like... Um, what's the, the all-female species called in the game with the blue screen? The, um... Oh, is it, is it Talia? She's one of them, isn't she? No, Talia was um, the, the no. mechanoid ones. And... The thing. I know what you mean. I can't think what they're called. What's yeah. that? Yeah, the the all the all female race that was like had a lot of like psionics um, and stuff. They oh, in Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. No, sorry, you cut out. The Asari. Asari. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an Asari picks up a bit of like damaged N seven like armor out of uh, some snow on a mountain. So I was like, ooh, it, hopefully Shepard's back. Because they can. They've brought her back, or him back, depending on who you play. I always play female in the game, so you get a choice. Um, well, depending, depending on what engine you got on Mass Effect 3, I think you'd get a little bonus kit where you see the N7 armor laying down, then it suddenly moves. Yeah, do you hear an intake of breath? Yeah, if you yeah. hear the... Uh, if you go for the synthetic... um ending i think it was uh no you can get it on any ending as long as you have a high enough rating oh okay i think uh, the only I... one that you don't get it on is if you do the fourth ending which is like we'll the just fuck don't... you ending but just don't do anything just walk yeah. away um then there was open roads uh perfect dark which holy shit um microsoft have basically got a hand-picked tailor-made studio called the initiative which has got big names from all different studios that they've like signed on uh they're making perfect dark like a, a reboot slash remake um and look the trailer was just all fluff and thingy but it had me excited enough because joanna dark's back um data dine's back the craziness of possible aliens and shit it might be is back and world going crazy um, so I'm happy about that. Uh, there's plenty of people going like, "What the fuck, Perfect Dark? What the hell's this?" But um, no, if you ever had an N64, you've played Perfect Dark. It's great. It was the spiritual, spiritual sequel to GoldenEye uh, 64. Uh, then there was Road 96, um, Season, Shady Part of Me, Shire, The Callisto Protocol, uh, which is PUBG's next game um i think uh it's being developed by the studio striking distance oh no so it isn't but it was a guy who worked on the dead space games so that could be cool mm -hmm. um but it makes me wonder now what the fuck the 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 pubg game was because they announced that at the thingy i think that might be fist but um, and then there's we are OFK. But I was like, ooh, about Perfect Dark. I saw that trailer come up and was just like, holy shit, my childhood has returned. Because Perfect Dark Zero was hot garbage and unfortunate hot garbage, and I love 
Um, Perfect Dark. I thought the first game was great. Uh, you can get it on like backwards compatibility on um, on Xbox. It's dirty. I think the first one I played was Perfect Dark Zero. I think the first one I played was. Yeah, if you play the original Perfect Dark, the, the story and everything is just way better, even though it's a, an older game. It was one of those things Rare got a load of money and then was told to make a game and then wasn't given much time to make a game. And then, yeah, Perfect Dark Zero happened. Um, but, yeah, those are like the announcements and the Game Awards. Um, game Awards themselves, eh. The announcements, pretty cool. Some really good ones. I'm excited for Mass Effect and the Dead, uh, the Perfect Dark. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next Mass Effect as well. As long as I don't bastardize about the move of Andromeda, they they can't. They after the uproar and the upheaval and the shit they got for Andromeda, if they don't do a Shepard story and just pick it up from three, uh, with like a new story of after the fact, uh, of them like rebuilding on a lawless frontier of Earth and the Sari and the the. Uh, Quarian. Quarians, that's what Tali Razner think he was, was she was a Quarian. Yeah, she's the, the ones of the suits, yeah. 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 Uh, um, if they don't like have like, a trilogy of, of them rebuilding, or, or at least a game of them rebuilding after this incident with the with the, the Reapers and this being like, either they stopped them indefinitely or they've stopped them for another 100,000 years or so. Um, and broke the cycle for now. Um, it, that's how this incorporate go. your old into the new Mass Effect. I think it might work pretty well. I don't think Especially it will. Done that this because right. I, I think with it being has as it was, and that was the problem with the end of Mass Effect Three. They gave you so much space to create your own narrative that when it got to the end of the game, it was like shit. We're really not going to make three separate end games we're just going to push you into yeah. one end game and i feel it, like they will pick an ending it's literally it's just the same ending just choose your color explosion basically yeah they will definitely pick an ending and say okay this is the ending um there's also the the one that they never touched on which was heavily implied all the way up to mass effect 3 and then they kind of just dropped it like hot garbage which was the indoctrination theory that um, Shepard had been mind fucked with, and her, him, them fighting through Mass Effect Three is them fighting for control of their body back mm. because the Reapers were taking her over or them over. I say her because I play predominantly as a female in Mass Effect. I played um, Fem Shep. Shep. I love Fem yeah. Shep. It's uh, Jennifer Hale. The voice is great. She does great voice acting. I found this with like most games that the female voice actors do a better job than the male voice actors, and that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Um, but I will mo did more you, often than did not you know, play. Jennifer Hale also plays um, Astrid in The Long Dark as well, and as a female survivor. Yeah, and um, also the male survivor. Um, oh, Troy Baker. Uh, plays as male Shep, yeah. Both <laughs> male and female Shep do the um, main male and female characters in the long dark. Um, but um, my my idea would be that they do the they just bring that out of nowhere. It's indoctrination theory. Mass Effect Three didn't happen, uh, and it was you fighting out of the indoctrination, and then the real fight 
but the universe begins or you, they pick a, an ending and say but everyone survived and the reapers mm. are defeated for now and you just now, wake up from a really bad dream as yeah. as well. and you're having to rebuild the the universe back with uh also knowing the fact that the reapers are very real and are very coming back your um your theory there actually does have some quite a bit of, quite a bit of weight if you remember what um Dr. Chakwas said to you in the first Mass Effect that she's noticed your brainwave patterns, which are in result of intense dreaming. Hmm. You After you enter, uh, the um, Prothean, Prothean beacon. Yep. Um, also, so there could be there could be some plausible plausibility there actually. Um, the 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 Reaper, the, not the Reaper, the um, the Spectre you it's... fight as well, the bad guy in the first. Oh, game. um, uh, Garrus Vakarian's Saren. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was indoctrinated, and he was taken over. He didn't always have that thing, but he was brought round to their way of thinking. And like Mass Effect Two, kind of delved deeper into that because you were brought back with some very weird technology from the dead in Mass Effect Two, and the smoking be um, found by Cerberus. Yeah, and the smoking man basically was indoctrinating people with their tech and using them as like soldiers by the end of the third game and it is so it was so there and i feel like they didn't think people would go for it so they picked a generic ending nobody's gonna like it then they went with mass effect and dramas and oh, we'll just sweep this under the carpet sort of thing and then um now they can come back and go oh shit you know that indoctrination ending that everyone was talking about uh, well, yeah. Why don't we pick that and then just have it so that she fights or they fight the way out of it? Because mm. that's how I'd do it. I'd, I'd have it that she they wake up at the end, and it's not that they woke up from surviving, destroying the Reapers or controlling the Reapers or whatever. It's that wherever she collapsed from being indoctrinated, she woke back up and was like, "Shit." And then everyone's like, whoa, what happened to you? And then you can imagine if you woke back up on Eden, imagine if you woke back up on Eden Prime just after the Prothean Beacon. I mean, how funny that would be. Oh, that would be, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I feel it'd be like a end of Mass Effect 2. You know, when you escape. Yeah. And you have that like intro for 3 where the Reapers turn up. I imagine that... Yeah. Um, because there is a, a DLC between two and three where you destroy a mass relay. For the um, Batarians, yeah. Yeah, the to delay. And I imagine that it, you'll play that part. Of the, this is me just like writing the fucking story here. I imagine that you'll go and do that mission in, in the new Mass Effect game, get fucking kicked the shit out of, fall and crash land on a planet, collapse, and then be found by someone. And it's like. The whole games, in, like Mass Effect 3 in between, happened in your head. And you have like flashes of that going on. And you're still fighting it through 3. Kind of like how Mason mm. fought the numbers in Black Ops. I think that'd be a really yeah. cool, cool idea. That you are actively fighting the indoctrination through this new Mass Effect game. But you're also semi-free of it. You know yeah. it's going to try and take you over. You know you can stop yourself from doing stuff. But it's always there. 
glaring in the background. I mean, as long as it doesn't rush, rush out the fucking door, I may well be tempted to buy it. Well, um, they also announced uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie. So Star Wars Rogue Squadron was an N64 series uh, that also came out on GameCube. Really cool Star Wars game. Uh, really put like those kind of games on the map for how cool they were. Data as fuck now look like shit, but at the time they were great. There's some of the modeling and it was like up there. Um, but they're working on that as a, I think as a film. Um, so yeah. that's going to be coming. Um, and I'm excited because it's like Rogue Squadron was a really cool video game where you played as Wedge and Luke and the boys and you did some really cool shit against the Empire. And if they take the games as source, there's some real fucking things they do during the uh, end days. <coughs> um, from like Empire and Return of the Jedi onwards. But we'll see. But that got announced and I was like, ooh, cool. Uh, Kenobi as well, with Ewan McGregor. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he's coming back as well. That's getting sorted out. The, the announcement cha- Taylor was literally just the words Star Wars Kenobi. So uh, the modern day G return into Star Wars. Yeah, and then uh, um, <clears throat> what was the guy that died with Jyn Erso on uh, Rogue One? I haven't seen Rogue One, so I couldn't tell you, unfortunately. Oh, uh, is like Endor or something like that? Andor. Andor. He's, there's a series Endor about... Was the one... Endor was the moon. Yeah, Andor. The yeah, Andor, his name is. Uh, Andor's Anderson, I think his name was. He's getting a series as well about him. So they're, they're pushing the Star Wars universe a lot, it seems, for this year. Uh, which is cool. Disney bought Marvel and Star Wars and Fox. Why not push that envelope? Mm. Um, but getting back into gaming now. So, <clears throat> Cyberpunk well, 2077. I thought that one was gaming, so I don't apologize. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Hey, you heard of this game? It's um, by CG Project Red. It was a really hyped up game, and I didn't buy it for the hype. I bought it because it, it eventually won me around to a, you know what, fuck it, let's try it. And, um, holy shit. Um, story-wise, aesthetic-wise, uh, gameplay-wise, sweet, fucking interesting, uh, I've put hours into that game. Literal hours into that game. I think the, they said that the main story is 20 hours. Um, I've easily put that in just fucking around and doing side missions and stuff. Um, I've got to the point where I can commit to the end game, but it's the point of no return part. In all right, uh, so I'm actively avoiding that until I've done everything else that I want to do. Um, it's great, apart from holy shit, the amount of bugs and glitches and just funny shit that happens in that game because it's not been, it's not, it's not 100 fixed. It's not, it's not sorted. Um, I've had funny shit like, at the moment, I've got this one guy that I can't remember what the mission was, but he just follows me around everywhere. He'll just teleport into my car. He floats like fucking Jesus outside the lifts. 
He walks through walls. He just does everything. And I don't know what this guy is. I don't know why this guy is. And I don't know how to complete the mission or the mission to get him to fuck off. Because um, I can't talk to him. Uh, I've had cars randomly just crash and spin up in the air for no reason. Uh, physics just fucking up. I walk past like stalls and I'm nowhere near them. And then I just hear a load of glass smash and turn around. And the stall's just destroyed. Um, physics on people and you kill them they just fucking rocket off into space it's kind of like Bethesda made them made cyberpunk but uh, it's not and I know it was delayed and I know it was delayed and I know it was delayed but I feel like the game is good but and I have to say but but it needed more time because it was so ambitious, and I can see the ambition in it. It's um, it's not finished. It's it's about eighty percent done by the feel of it. The polish that needs to be added, the bug fixes that need to be added to make it a hundred percent finished game, uh, is still months off. And I'm not playing the next gen version of it. I am playing a pseudo next gen version of it. Now PC have got the best experience in this game. They have got the bells and the whistles. If they have a high-end PC, they will get what it showed you in the adverts. Uh, with all the bugs and glitches as well. Um, but it will look like that. Uh, playing it on the one, I'm getting a decent-looking game that runs okay, 30 to 60 frames a second, um, depending on which thing I do. It will dip under 60, but it, it doesn't dip far. Uh, it's stable for the most part and um, there's like like certain improvements they've added to the um, pseudo, I keep calling it a pseudo version whoa um, because the Series X and PS5 versions don't come out till next year the, the version that's out now is a backwards compatibility plus optimizations and stuff so um, you can have 4K graphics, uh, you can have 60 frames a second, 1080p, uh, with, um, like, improved things like increased, uh, AI and pedestrian and stuff like that. And the game does feel alive, the game does a lot to, um, show you that there's... This is bustling city. It's in 2077. There's shit flying through the air. There's rubbish everywhere. It's very dystopian. Um, but then you can also see the obvious developer cut thing, like vehicles literally spawning uh, so far away and then disappearing, and you stood in the middle of like a, a area of shit will not spawn around you sort of thing on, on roads uh, when you're on foot. I spent 20 minutes running the other day looking for a vehicle because I couldn't find my vehicle and my vehicle wouldn't spawn uh, because of a bug. Um, one of many uh, that I've encountered. And the cars would be ahead of me, but I'd never catch up to them. And the cars behind me would despawn before they got to me. So um, the game, like I said, the game looks alive and it feels alive, but the, the shortcuts and the the optimizations they've done are very noticeable with very little 
uh, scrutiny. Having said that, though, the narrative of the game, I'm enjoying. I spent fuck knows how many hours in the game now. Probably close to 30 hours, 40 hours since the game yeah. came out. I've been playing at least like four hours a night, three, four hours a night. Uh, and a couple of hours during the day, if I've been up to it. So, and the game's been out six days. Say I've done four hours a day on the game. Six, fours, 30 hours. Easy done. Um, and it's great. I, I enjoy the story. I enjoy the aesthetic. It, it's very rough. Uh, and, and like I posted on Twitter, it's not a bad game, but it's not a great game. It was 100% overhyped and 100% rushed out the door. And um, moving into the next topic about this, the base Xbox version and the PS4 version has been actively criticized. Shit. It's bad. It, it doesn't reach 30 frames a second most of the time. Um, there's been people saying, oh, you want more frames? Shoot a pistol in the air, make all the crowd run away. And then all of a sudden your frame rate will go up because you're rendering less people. And it's like, okay. That, that's like on-the-fly fixes for the game. Uh, texture popping, texture loading. People have literally walked up to people and they've looked like they've come out of like a PlayStation game, an original PlayStation game. They're just polygon, flat, no uh, texture to them. And it's it, like blurry. Yeah, it's it's super, super unoptimized, super rushed out the door. And um, CD Projekt Red have acknowledged that they fucked up on this. Uh, and they released a letter, and it was like, first of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game based on last-gen consoles before it premiered, and in uh, consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase we have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Second, we will fix the bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. Uh, the first round of updates have just been released and the next one is coming in seven days or so. So just Christmas then. Yeah. Expect more just... uh, as we will update frequently whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we will continue working. We'll release two large patches, starting with patch one in January. This will be followed by patch two in February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. So the, the texture pop-in, uh, the frame rate, hopefully, um, some of the physics bugs and stuff, which I'm getting on mine as well. Um... We will be informing you about the contents of each patch ahead of their release. They won't make the last game, uh, the, the game look on, on last gen look uh, like it's running on high spec PC or next gen consoles, but it will be closer to the experience than it is now. Finally, we would like to, uh, we would always like everyone who buys our game to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance. But if you are not pleased uh, with the game and you, with, on your console and you don't want to wait for the updates, you can opt uh, to refund your copy. 
For copies purchased digitally, please refund. Uh, use refund on uh, PSN and Xbox, respectively. Uh, for box versions, please try to get a refund at your store that you bought it from. If not possible, um, contact them at the email that they put on the this letter, and we will do our best to help you. Starting from today, you can contact us uh, for a week up to the 21st December. And then they put the bottom. P.S. PC gamers will also be getting regular updates and fixes improving the game. Now, um, here's where it gets a little bit oof on this. There was a developer, well, like a, an emergency board meeting with the shop, stockholders and shareholders. And they basically said that they weren't in a rush to put the game out. They weren't rushed into putting the game out. But they focused more on next-gen and PC than they did of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, they didn't show any of the gameplay and stuff for those deliberately, it feels like. Uh, and it's kind of implied that they may have denied the copies um, going to reviewers because of that to keep the pre-orders. Um, and... What makes me chuckle the most is the next gen stuff isn't out until next year. It's not until like the first half of next year that they're even going to think about bringing the optimized and made for <clears throat> Series X slash S version of C uh, Cyberpunk. That's also going to be the the multiplayer is going to be coming as well because there is going to be multiplayer in Cyberpunk, and that's going to be cool. The the problem is is they fundamentally uh, pulled an EA. They've been quite deceitful about this game, um, and they've been caught out, and now they are getting scrutinised the same way as every fucker else that does this. And they were the virtuous tower, the people that were respected the most for their commitment to not fucking over their game uh, player base. And delivering great content and great games. And yeah, they done fucked up with this. But like I said, the game itself isn't bad, but it needs a lot more work doing to it. Um, it needs but I, I don't think the Xbox version is ever going to look as good as it does on the, the series consoles. Uh, that version uh, now. But as long as they get a better frame rate and the level of detail isn't as fucky um, and they fix the physics bugs and glitching yeah. into things and stuff, uh, hopefully that'll work. Because that's the problem. It's like some of the AIs are crazy. I have got like... And you can literally look through my um, my like game share part of my thing. There are some fucking funny bugs that I have found from people eating uh, food out of a a Chinese carton with four chopsticks in one hand, um, to floating objects that shouldn't be there, to uh, vehicles in the distance just randomly deciding to just fly for no reason and just fuck around. Or one that I had the other night was uh, an NPC is driving me to a destination. As I'm talking to her, there's a roadblock set up by some uh, street gang for something, and we just ran through it like it wasn't there. <laughs> And she doesn't even acknowledge it. 
Because it was part of the uh, open world bit that wasn't taken into account with the, the game to despawn that while we were doing this mission. And it's like all these little funny things like characters glitching out. Um, there was one where the characters pissed off with me and the Keanu Reeves character is talking to me. He's like, oh, let her cool down. She's just feeling a bit uh, stressed out. And she's literally stood on the spot, pulling out a gun, f freaking out and just glitching out real badly rather than actually leaving the area like she was meant to do. And I just thought, because I had it framed perfectly as well when he said that, it was fucking too funny. And that's the thing. I found all the glitches in the game funny. They are hilarious. Did they break the immersion in the game? Yes. But are they great game-breaking? Not really. Are they funny? Fucking yes, they are. Um, and they've been minor inconveniences. The, the one that really fucked me over the most was me trying to climb through a window and getting punted 200 meters backwards for no reason. It was f I, I laughed. I was like, what the fuck? And burst out laughing. Um, for a triple A game, it's yeah, it's not, it's not. You shouldn't be releasing a game like this in this state. Um, Microsoft and Xbox, um, I assume must have thought there was a huge day one patch coming to fix all this, so the certification of the game went through as normal. Um, but yeah, great game marred by the fact that. At the moment, it's buried under a, a layer of shit that needs to be fixed and swept away. Um, for people who are wanting to buy it, I say don't buy it on Xbox One or PS4. Uh, IGN gave it a four. They had to do a separate review for the last-gen consoles just because of how bad it was. They couldn't give it the same thing. On... Um, on PC, they gave it an 8. I think it was eight, 7 or an 8 out of 10. On PlayStation 4 and Xbox, they gave it a 4. And they literally said, avoid this. Do not buy it until they fix it or until you can afford a next-gen console at the minimum to play this on. Because you will have a bad experience and it will sour you to what otherwise is a very good game buried under a lot of shit. And, um, yeah, I am uh, agreeing with that sentiment. It's a very good game. It's just a lot of bugs and a lot of shit to get through. Um, but it will get better. They have to No Man's Sky this now. Because if they don't, they're going to end up with an Anthem or a Duke Nukem. Um, and then it's going to be their reputation tarnished. Instead of being the studio that turned it around, they're going to be, oh, they're just like EA. And nobody likes EA. Nope. Nope. So, um, I'm going to get on to the next bit. Fuck, you guys have let me ramble again. But, hey, that was no, my I opinion. fell asleep, sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Nintendo had like an... in. Nintendo had an indie um, like reveal thing come out uh, yesterday, and one of the games they said was, "Hey, Among Us is on the Nintendo Switch." 
And people are like, what? And it's like, no, it's on the Nintendo Switch. You can go buy it now. Um, and it's £4. So I bought it on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and Bob, uh, don't buy it. I'm going to see if I can gift it to you for your birthday. Since I missed <laughs> it. Because uh, it is a great game. It's fun. Yeah. And it's cross-play. So we can play it with Steam people. We can play it with mobile people. Uh, and it's the first version of Among Us on console. Because before it's been PC and Steam. And the fact that it's only mm. £4 as well. It's ridiculous how cheap it is. But... Um, yeah, and for the fact that you can play it like co-op as well. Like, well, not co-op, but you can play it like if you have eight people with Switches and they all have mm. Among Us, you can all sit in the same room and play it locally. Or you can play it online with uh, people on Steam and stuff. So it's cool. And the next time that we do like an Among Us thing, hopefully I'll have bought you by then. Um, what we do is we just join Discord and we mm-hmm. play it and we just talk. We have the thing that we can all talk to each other and we can all mm-hmm. talk shit, but as soon as you die, you, you, you're silent. And the only time yeah. you can really say anything is like, I was dead. Alive. What happened? <laughs> Somebody killed me. Who was it? I don't fucking know. And, you know, then you... I got the imposter. Yeah, you can kind of like say where you were when you died as a ghost. That's the kind of rule we've agreed yeah. on. But when you're dead, you you shut up in, in until they report the body. Um, there was um some mods where they added proximity chat to mm-hmm. the game on Steam, and fuck me, I wish they'd add that to the game properly because proximity mm. chat is hilarious. Because <laughs> you're just like, especially when people are a bit gung ho, and you just say like, "Oh my god, oh my god, ah, he's gonna," in the distance, you're like. Uh, okay, I'm not going over there for a bit. And then he's like, oh, I heard this guy die over here. <laughs> but Somewhere over there, over that mountain, is dead. Yes. But good game. Uh, one of those games that came out a couple of years back and now is getting the, the royalty treatment. Apparently, the people are talking about Among Us 2, but they canned Among Us 2 to work on Among Us. Because they were going to work yeah, on that's... a sequel. Um... And they dropped the sequel because I want to put all their resources into making Among Among Us the first one as great as they can be by taking the stuff that's going to do in Among Us Two and put it into Among Us One. Yeah, I know there was like a, a, a thing I saw on Snapchat because there's like IGN and stuff on there, and there was like a, a kind of pseudo gaming outlet on Snapchat stories like, "Oh, Among Us Two is coming." And it's like, no, it isn't. They've confirmed that they've canned it because Among Us is doing such a gangbusters job that they they need to work on that and make it the best it can be for players and yeah like you said they're adding some things they were going to do in the next game into this game now so yay it's only going to get better and because it's cross play it means that the Among Us version on the Switch is exactly the same version as PC and mobile it has to be you can't have different versions play against each other no. So that's good. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, crazy good things as well, um, Fortnite, their latest season, um, they've got this currently only two characters, but the Gaming Legends series skins. Now, I must admit, I did pay 15 quid 
for this skin. <laughs> um, but they added Kratos from Gears, uh, Gears of War, uh, God of War. Uh, and then they also added my boy, Master Chief. And uh, the Master Chief is the Halo Infinite Master Chief. So obviously there was some kind of um, licensing deal that they were going to probably cross-promote, but then, of course, it got pushed back to next year now, uh, for next year. Um, and you get a gravity hammer as a harvesting tool. You can have the legendary uh, difficulty symbol on your back if you want. I don't. I just have a backpack. Uh, make me look like I'm a bit of a nomad, Master Chief. <laughs> and then um, one of the emotes is called Little Hog. And it's a miniature <laughs> warthog that you sit in. Kind of like, you know, those toy, them toy jeeps you can get for kids. Uh-huh. It's, it's literally that, but Master Chief sat in it. It's fucking great. Um, did I pay way too much money for it? Yes. Do I care? No, because now I get to play as Master Chief in, in Fortnite and fucking dunk on all the weebs and all the little bitches that are, are cranking 90s, as they call it, where they build ridiculous structures in the sky and I'm just smashing them. Um, I've, I've had so much fun fucking around with that skin. I even defeated some people, posted on Twitter, and it's like, uh, Lord Hood, it's like, Chief, do you mind tell me what you're doing on that island? And then it's like the video and then me like uh, as chief, sir, finishing this fight <laughs> and then winning. Yes. Um, and as we are rolling into the last couple of things, uh, we're going to into Elite Dangerous. And I know for some people, uh, they're not as into it as me and Dolph. So I'll, I'll try not to go crazy. Um, but Elite released a patch today for a mining tool that had a really odd bug to it so the pulse wave scanner um is a thing that you use to find what they call mother load rocks which has a core that you can mine for like massive amounts of material um and the bug with it which was kind of comical was instead of it illuminating the area in front of you and showing you the the rocks in front of you that are potential um, mother load or good yield rocks, it was firing it behind you, where you couldn't see it. And because the the effect doesn't linger on screen, it kind of will flood the immediate area, and those rocks will fade from the colour that it originally was after a couple of seconds of it. Yeah. Yeah, so firing it behind you is completely... I've been mining for quite a while, so I've never actually used the Pulse Scanner recently. Uh, no, I haven't either. But... I've been mainly doing um, surface mining with the lasers, rather than deep core mining. Yep, because surface mining was like really, really profitable to the recent nerf. But now um, they've fixed it, apparently, so now it fires forward again. <laughs> so there's uh, thousands of miners just all screamed out in uh, pure joy. Um, and then also at the Game Awards, going back to that, uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey footage was shown. Now, they said it was a gameplay reveal trailer. Uh, what it was, was in-game footage without any heads-up display. So, take with that what you will. Um, it did show people running around with uh, first-person stuff, and it looks cool. Um, they've also done a recent 
like ask me anything kind of thing which i posted in the elite chat of our discord and some of the things that they've answered is will we be using a new game engine or is there like revisions to the engine and they said there's been some heavy revisions to the engine and the code so i i speculated it was going to run a new engine uh it seems like parts of the game will run on new engines and stuff that works well already in the game engine will stay the same like the lighting engines and probably physics engines and the space model the flight and stuff will probably stay the same engine um they've they've did confirm a lot of things and they did <coughs> poo poo a few things um like multi crew srv if you're physically in the person's ship you'll be able to deploy an srv um as a multi crew person all right so that was pretty cool. Um, they did ask what would happen if you met a person who didn't have Odyssey um, with someone on foot from Odyssey. And they were like, well, we don't really know yet. We'll, we'll give you more info soon. So interesting to see that this game's coming out. They said, well, this expansion for the game is coming out um, March 21st, apparently, according to Steam. So first quarter does marry up with that because that is uh, the first quarter. But I'm still excited for it. I just wish that they would give us more information rather than drip feeding us and uh, pissing Yamix off with showing us stuff that isn't um, fully um, gameplay. Because I mean it is gameplay but it's not actual gameplay it's like hood off gameplay but then they had it this is another thing they had then a fucking um <laughs> i remember they had a a forum post that showed you the heads up display and what it all did but they wouldn't show you in the trailer <laughs> i don't know it makes me uh crazy but hey that that was the podcast um bob are you awake yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I, we've we've gone on for a long one this time um and i feel two and a half hours two and a half hours <clears throat> we've hit on a lot of things we've talked about well i've talked about a lot of things um and i've had some very big opinions <laughs> um you guys want to say anything else before we wrap up fully um no, not can think of really. No. No. No, I think we covered everything. Cool. Well, uh Dolph, yeah. let, let's do the outro then. Um Uh is that the contacting us or Yeah, how how would people talk to us if they want to leave us questions and be involved with our show? Well, there's a couple of ways. You can send us a message through the Anchor app, an audio message. We can play it on the next podcast. That's how we um do our podcasts. We use we use Discord and Anchor app for them transmit the files out to all the podcast um, platforms out there. I think we're currently on fifteen different platforms. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you want to send me or s you want to send me a message on Twitter, you can at Dolphin Rapture. Do hashtag podcast and your question. 
Nothing racist, nothing political, nothing religious. Basically, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And how then will we reach you, Star? Because it used to be, um, get reach you through me, but now you actually have a Twitter. It saves me a bit more, it's a bit more like a fuffle, and she has forgotten her <laughs> name again. I'm not a Twitter. I'm not a Twitter. I'm not a Twitter. <laughs> 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 Is this not like Stardust 2118 or something? God, no. Oh, God. Oh, hold on. At Stardust 2118, yes. See, I know, I know better than you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Same self, basically. Yeah. Uh, Bobs, how would people get hold of you to ask you questions? Uh, Twitter or Instagram is Rachie underscore Coop. As long as they're, I don't want to say polite questions. As long yeah, as they're not being pricked. Same, yeah. Just don't be a dick. Simple. And yeah, I I'll, don't mind. I'll take questions as, like I say, same as Dolph said. Don't don't be a dick with it. Um, Lodge G nine eighty five. If you see the cowboy in the Spartan helmet, uh, that's me. So, yeah, I'll I'll entertain questions from all, uh, media outlets that. You, at Lodge G985 is a part of. Um, this is the final episode of this season. Uh, we discussed it. We're going to be back on the 6th of January because we were going to, we decided we we're going to take a bit of a break because why not? It's been a year. Uh, we don't really want to come back at Christmas and say, well, we're hungover or because it will be Boxing Day. I think was the the next podcast. They no thirtieth. No, yeah, the thirtieth. Yeah, um, yeah, New yeah. Year's. Really up to New Year's Eve. New Year, the day before New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things where this year has been a bit of a dick anyway, and mostly unless we have hilarious Christmas stories, there's not really much to talk about. Um, so we'll like leave 2020 here. And we'll pick up in 2021 uh, with hopefully some funny Christmas stories and um, hopefully some good news about stuff leading into 2021. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'd like to wish you a very safe and uh, responsible Christmas and New Year or uh, holiday and New Year, depending on what you celebrate. And um, yeah, from us at the Spartans in Pajamas podcast, we'll see you in the new year. See you in 2021. Hopefully, hope to be better than 2020. Here's hoping. Bye. Bye. Take care, guys. See you later.